Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And Bob Seeger with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today and a high of 38. Tonight, clear, partly cloudy, low of 28. And for tomorrow, hell of a lot warmer, partly cloudy and a high of 54. It's about 27 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Scott Zolak is going to be joining us after 8 o'clock. There's loads of football stuff to talk to Zolak about today. And we'll get to that around 8 o'clock. That and a bunch of other stuff. Just about 535 at Rock 102. Rock 102 is your... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny and a high of 37 today. Sunny and a high of 51 tomorrow. We're going back into spring. I know. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, if you'll be uh, listening to the uh, Bax and Nagel daily podcast later on today, you should know that it's uh, brought to you by Mark Hot Ford. They got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Mark Hot Ford. Right. And Holyoke. Give me one second here because, well, I guess it's not doing it again. I thought I had to, like, do that verification thing oh, to Jesus. verify who you are. No, I don't like Even that. Even though I have, I've had this open for the last 20 minutes. I don't know. Like, suddenly uh, the machine forgot who you were? Yeah. They, like, it just lost track of who's, who's touching the keys? Pretty much. <sighs> Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well for the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, have you seen Oprah lately? It's not hard to notice she's had significant weight loss. Uh, well, it's thanks to the assistance of a weight loss medication, but she didn't say which one. Oprah says it's been uh, public sport to make fun of her body over the last 25 years, which caused her to blame herself even though she has a predisposition to gain weight. When she discovered a medication to help, it felt like a redemption and a gift. She only uses it as a maintenance tool, though, especially during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Quote, I now use it as I feel I need it. I know that if I'm not also working out and vigilant about all the other things, it doesn't work for me. I eat my last meal at 4 o'clock, drink a gallon of water a day, and use the Weight Watchers principles of counting points. Now she's only seven pounds away from her goal weight of 160 pounds. Well, good for her. Yeah. There's a lot of people that get, uh, you know, all bugged out because it's uh, she's taking a medication, like it's somehow she's cheating at it. You know what? Good for her. If I you can th- find a way around it well, and have that be a you know help to help to her, then God bless her. Again, I'll, I'll say this again: every single one of us is doing something to kill us slowly. We all have some kind of thing that's going to kill us. And uh, whatever works for you, works for you. Some of us are doing multiple things that'll kill us. That's true. That's what I mean. I, you know, it's not, it, it, whatever works for you is what works for you is what I'm what I'm getting at. Listen, I, I, we shouldn't be critical. No, because you will wind up in critical condition. No, you should will. never be critical of Oprah because there's ramifications to that. Yeah, I, uh, you know what? I was glad she got guffed for that whole uh, thing with The Rock when she tried to raise money for the people of uh, Maui. Yeah. Won't you please help this billionaire and this multimillionaire help us help these people who are also probably well off? Because that's why they're living on the island in the first place? Yeah, right. Uh, please help us help these people who pay taxes of like $15,000 a year for a one-bedroom. Won't you help me save my multi-million dollar mansion yes. from falling into the Pacific Ocean? Please don't let me 
go uh, poor by helping these poor people who are not that poor. Uh, the Santa Claus. Won't you help me save my collection of 35 Bentleys in this gigantic garage? Yes. Won't you help me uh, fund, uh, what's his name? Who's the guy that lives with her? Oh, Stedman Graham. Stedman, yeah. Won't you help me help Stedman uh, fund his electric bill every month in his little house that he lives in on my campus? <laughs> The uh, Santa Claus is a fun family film, a holiday classic, if you will. But did you know that uh, when it first hit theaters, it prompted uh, children to call a sex hotline? Really? I got a buddy who was into that. Uh, when the movie first hit theaters in 1994, there was a scene where Tim Allen's ex-wife is dropping their son off to him, and she gives Tim a slip of paper containing a number of her new man's mother's house in case he needs to reach her in an emergency. Tim looks at the paper and sarcastically says, quote, 1-800-SPANK-ME? I know that number. Well, that was something that people called, but even though it was only a joke, 1-800-SPANK-ME turned out to be a legitimate sex line. No kidding. And people complained that their kids were calling it after seeing the movie. Oh, God the, bless uh, us, everyone. Scene still made it uh, into VHS and Laserdisc versions of the movie, but uh, finally Disney, Disney removed it from subsequent VHS releases. It also never appeared on a DVD or Blu-ray release. Or on the uh, version streaming on the Disney Channel. I hate that Disney does this. Because they own the rights now to a lot of different, like, movies. Mm -hmm. you know, move, like, my perfect example is the adventures uh, in babysitting with the beautiful Elizabeth Shue. Sure. And uh, one, of, one of the lines that she has in the movie is, don't F with the babysitter. Like, she's fighting off these this uh, roving gang of uh, right, that's wild a, youths. It's one of the great lines from the entire film. They cut it out. Or they replace it with something else. It's like, wh why are you doing that? The movie was intended to be seen. Yeah. You know, in, in this case with the, uh, the 800 number, the time and expense it took to edit that out of all of those DVDs and, uh, and Blu-rays yeah. is less than if they had just written a check to that 1-800 number and bought it out. Yeah. Would have been know? the way to do it. That, well, that would have been uh, my plan. If I were Walt Disney, that's what I would have suggested. Hey, what's the deal with Springfield? The city of Springfield became the unexpected host of comedy royalty as Jerry Seinfeld graced Symphony Hall for his 2023 stand-up tour earlier this month. Seinfeld, known for his love of exploring local flavors, couldn't resist the charms of uh, Springfield's Punjabi Tadka, a renowned spot uh, serving authentic North Indian cuisine since 1990. Sources shared that Jerry and his friends were spotted last week downtown uh, relishing the diverse flavors of Vindaloo, Masala, Curry, and more. They got a picture of him uh, with the owners here, too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The uh, comedy legend uh, recently re revealed his directorial debut for Netflix titled Unfrosted the Pop-Tart Story, inspired by a Pop-Tart joke from his previous Netflix special. The film now in post-production. Whatever. They go on to say what he's doing now. But uh, imagine that. Taking a walk downtown Springfield. And all of a sudden you see uh, Jerry Seinfeld wearing a hat. What's the deal with $10 in a fish sandwich? Where can he get one of those? Who's that guy saying that the menorah was brought to you by Jesus Christ? <laughs> Look at this parking lot. There's so many open spaces. Have you seen these things? Well, we were going to go to that plan B, but there's too much money being served out over there. They haven't paid their rent. What's the deal? I'm, I'm doing a little over <laughs> overdoing it with the with the Jerry Seinfeld. Impression. No, it's perfect. <laughs> but, you're hitting uh, all the you're hitting all the bases. Yeah. 
What's going? <laughs> I can keep going on. Bright nights. What's this all about? I don't know. Can we go to the ball tasting for the bright nights ball? <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to kind of play us out here. Unless you want to hear about Ace Freely. I do. And Peter Chris. I, was I do. Uh, would make any money since those Kiss holograms started touring, and it sounds like they won't be because Ace just trashed the idea. He said, quote, I don't get this Avatar thing and that they're going to do. I mean, I saw some of it on a video uh, YouTube last night. It kind of looked like, you know, it was geared towards children, and it's not rock and roll. I get up on stage without backing tracks, plug my guitar into the Marshall and go. That's it. That's it. It's always been that way and it always will be. Didn't you do a cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you part of a cartoon I, based I, off your band for I, children? I believe you willingly uh, appeared in uh, Kiss Meets the Phantom. So yeah, yeah. I, I'd stop complaining, Ace. Uh, Kim Kardashian is making wardrobe news again after she was spotted outside in Los Angeles last week wearing a black hoodie, black sweats, and a $450 black Balenciaga. How do you say that? Balenciaga? I, I have no idea. It's a very fancy thing. Uh, flip-flops. Uh she must have something to say. Oh my God! The last time I took on this much was when I made uh, flip flops uh, and made flip flop sounds. Was when Ray J gave me the scrotox injection to my pink flap mingo, and that sex tape you can purchase on Uporn for thirty nine ninety five. All right, I think everyone needs to write that down to try to paint that picture in your head because when you do, it's awesome. It's 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 beautiful. It is it? beautiful, yeah. Caitlin. Well, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim. But uh, we once again had a nice quiet stay at home at weekend of some of the movies and music of our youth. We, uh, Friday night, we watched the action comedy Romancing the Bone. <laughs> and Saturday night, of course, we watched the disco flick again, Saturday Night Beaver. <laughs> and, what are you trying to say? Well, well I'm not done yet. Oh, and you're not su- done. No, no. Okay. And Sunday okay. was matinee day, so we cozied up by the fire and watched the classic love story, Spewty and the Beast. <laughs> and finally... This is what I'm trying to say. What are you trying to Finally, say? Sunday night, it was time to slow things down and get a little stank on the dangle while listening to the smooth jazz great himself, none other than Mr. Spooey Armstrong. <laughs> well, hello, Dolly! <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Attention, Mass Health members. The B. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, the game of basketball is very simple. You have a ball, you have a basket. The object of the game is to place the ball inside that basket in a frequent manner. There are other rules, too. Traveling, clock violations, the double dribble, what have you. But by and large, any mouth-breathing idiot can figure out the very basics of the game without much difficulty. Unfortunately, there are those who simply do not understand the simplicity of the game and bring it upon themselves to make basketball far more complicated than it should be. For example, yesterday the NBA imposed an indefinite suspension on Draymond Green of the Golden State Warriors for striking Yusef Nurkic and the Phoenix Suns in the face on Tuesday night. Now, that by itself would not be enough to whip out an indefinite suspension. But when it's your third suspension of the season and you still have two and a half months uh, to go before the All-Star break, then perhaps you might have had a little problem with impulse control. Either way, the NBA has suspended Draymond Green for his repeated history of unsportsmanlike behavior. Of course, 
The NBA didn't consider all the uh, first 15 suspensions of his career, but now that he's accumulated 18 suspensions over the last 11 years and in the NBA, the most by any active player in the league, there's a chance that sportsmanship isn't the man's primary objective. But here's the thing about playing like a goon in the NBA. By being given an indefinite suspension, Draymond Green will be losing $154,000 per game. But that's only if the indefinite suspension is 20 games or less. If it goes beyond that, Green will lose $203,000 per game. Folks, if my questionable, questionable behavior could lead to that sort of abrupt financial hardship, I think you'd be incredibly surprised by how quick I would start learning about the finer points of good sportsmanship. My fist-wielding aggression would be immediately replaced with positive affirmations, team-building, and a quickly imposed sense of community that we're all in this together. Because, you see, I'm willing to learn from my mistakes, and losing large gobs of my weekly income would certainly be a prime motivator in that process. Let's see if it has the same sort of effect on this freaking jackass. But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Do you go to the South Halley Rockies yet? I bet you know Nicole, and I bet Nicole knows you. Nicole is at the Register of Rockies in South Hadley. She's been there eight years, and if you're thinking about a Rockies gift card or for somebody, go see Nicole. Good people, rock-solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Classic Rock at 6.15 and Led Zeppelin. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny with a high of 37 tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 51. It is 25 right now in downtown Springfield. Yeah, how convenient for you. Um, you're getting out of the uh, the Christmas party today. Yes. Uh, company I, Christmas party. I have uh, a very good excuse, though. It's not like I'm just not going because I don't want to hang out with you. Because I don't want to hang out with you. I just But uh, here's an excuse to go. Yeah. I'm doing a public service thing. Uh, I'm going to Rick's place is getting recognized over at Westfield State, so I'm uh, and I'm on the board, so mm. I'm going to go and, uh, and and be part of that. So you can have your stupid little office party over uh, at whatever restaurant, the Taco Bell or Arthur Treacher's, or wherever you're having it again this year. <laughs> Ten dollars and a fish sandwich. I've uh, I've heard we're having it this year at Lido's, and uh, oh yeah, 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 I'm really excited about. Or, it. I haven't or, been there in years. How about uh, what about thirty uh, something? We uh, well, we did that when we realized there wasn't going to be enough room at the ground round. Oh, so, oh yeah. Well, so, well, hey, you know, uh, well, you know, I'll go for mingles for drinks afterwards. You know, one of the things that uh, that we always do because you know we love tradition here, mm -hmm. uh, as you can very well imagine. You know, yeah, we uh, we we staunchly embrace all of our long longest standing traditions. Ah. Uh, anyhow, uh, we do the uh, we do the secret Santa thing. Now, uh, typically speaking, what happens is when you've run out of ideas. For, for people, yeah, you just buy them booze, and that would be about it. Now, I don't know what happened. I don't know what the, I don't know what the deal was. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we all drew names you mm -hmm. know, for those who wanted to participate in the Secret Santa, and I got uh, some dude's name, and I yeah. thought, perfect. I know exactly what to get this guy. Right. I'm going to buy him a bunch of stuff that I know for a fact he doesn't need. Okay. Like, I mean, uh, like, you know... He has some outside interests, yeah. and I was going to buy him stuff that reflected his outside interests when he could easily get all that stuff for free. I thought that would be really clever. So you immediately went online as soon as you grabbed the name, and you're like, I'm buying this stuff. Uh, you know, like when yeah. it comes to like the holidays, even with Amazon, you can't be too sure. So you go ahead and you buy stuff, and you hope to God it gets there before the holidays. Right. Right? Okay. Right. Okay. Somehow, I don't know what the, what the snafu was, we had to draw names a second time. 
I'll tell you what the snafu was, because I'm not buying this whole somebody had a name stuck together thing. Yeah. I got our boss, our big boss, and I had a great idea to get, uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I, I had a great idea what I was going to do for him, and I think that the girl who was doing the names, he probably asked, well, who's got me? And then she told him, and he's like, we're going to have to redraw the names. Because I, I, I don't think that... Because he expected something uh, smart from you? Yeah, probably, which mm. he would have gotten. And, uh, you know, that's uh, my little conspiracy that I'd like to believe that, uh, right. you know, that's probably what happened. So I pick a second name, and it's not the same guy. Yeah, I already had stuff mm. on the way. I've already sent it back, because, yeah, yeah. you know, what am I going to do with it now? Anyway, so uh, to make a long story short, I get one guy who I don't even know what the hell to buy for. And I, it's like, you know, what do you do? You know, when you when you have a great idea in your head and you really want to go for it because you think it would be hilarious to buy this guy stuff he would not possibly use because he's already used it, I thought that would be perfect. Now I got, I got Cohen. Cohen. I got Cohen. Why are you saying who you have for the Secret Santa? Because I know he's not listening, and uh, and so it's easy for me to say. Wait, was Cohen? He, wasn't he just here doing sports a few minutes ago? Yeah, that was hours ago. Oh, okay, but uh, so now I got to come up with something for for Scott Cohen. Yeah, uh, what do you get a guy uh, like that stuff? I, I I'm perplexed. I suppose it's booze because that's the fallback that we all we all get i mean i got like five bottles of vodka i haven't even cracked yet including a, a, like a big giant handle of vodka in the office yeah that's going to get opened in exactly 2000 <laughs> that's that's my i'm i'm leaving uh oh, vodka 2831 days from today is everybody going to have a sip of that in the office when you uh, the day you leave oh yeah yeah oh yeah are no. we all going to drink from the bottle or are you going to have little cups to put out it depends if there's any you know viruses or pandemics yeah. going on in, in 2800 days you know at that point then i may you know i may buy individual cups i gotta write something down because i can't talk about this on the air but you just reminded me okay so anyway all right so now i gotta go buy him probably booze and i just feel like eh, i'm not excited about that and nothing against scott it's just like it wasn't what i wanted to do i feel like somehow uh i'm disappointed by the but the whole prospect. I, I'm, I'm disappointed by the whole prospect too. I had a great gift that would have been hilarious, yeah. and uh, you know, would have showed how good fun we are around here. Oh, or a lot know, of laughs because we uh, we like to serve up uh, we like to serve up uh, camaraderie around here, yeah, like, uh, and morale. Yeah, oh, I, oh, I'm it. so full of morale around here. It's oh, like it's, a second half helping uh, morale. Yeah, These think, portions. I think I'm having a gallbladder attack from all the morale that I've consumed over the last. I don't know, 18 years or so. You know, yeah. Sometimes all this morale really yeah, loosens yeah, me up man. by the middle of the afternoon. Well, I uh, I did get my gift for my uh, my secret uh, person. You I did? Guess, I guess it really doesn't matter. I guess I could say who it is too, right? Sure. Why not? Yeah. It's it's uh, it's this uh, this woman Kate that works upstairs in the afternoons. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I uh, I, I asked around and I wound up getting her some booze. Okay. Uh, so she's got a nice little bottle of something something in there. I won't say what the gift is. But the gift is really never the gift for me. The gift is the wrapping that the gift comes in. And unfortunately, I won't be there to witness this whole thing. But uh, it's kind of elaborate. It's a little elaborate. Not uh, as elaborate. More elaborate as, uh, as in the past? No. Well, the other, the, the other thing was there was time constraints this time about oh, me yeah. uh, picking up materials in order to do this. But uh, let me tell you, Dollar General has the finest items that you can stuff inside of a gift wrap uh, 
present for I a have to, Santa gift. I have to say, and I know we don't have a whole lot of time here, mm-hmm. but if uh, if you were to post like a whole photo gallery yeah. of your gift wrapping talents, yeah, so people could actually see what we're talking about here, it is like the eighth wonder of the world. Yeah, and I a lot of stuff I use around the house because people are like. Oh, you spent that much in the, in the gift wrapping because you know. But I all, all of this stuff is stuff that I've had sitting around, like yeah. the wrapping paper and the uh, bubble wrap, uh, bubble wrap, uh, the uh, uh, any number of things. The whole rolls of gaffing tape, duct tape. Oh I yeah, have tons of rolls of duct tape, uh, specifically for this event every year. Yeah. Like Did you unload like two or three rolls of that once? Uh, I believe it was. There was one time we did it at the 350 Grill. The woman doesn't work here anymore. But uh, that was, I think that it was something like five football fields worth of duct tape <laughs> that I, lengthwise, not like you yeah, know, no, covering the entire square footage of a football field, but the lengthwise, 500 yards, uh, I think it was like, uh, I don't know, eight times that or something like that. It was, it was something ridiculous yeah. that I used because I, I, had, I had the access to this duct tape. It's a complete waste. Oh, but, it's a total waste. But you know what? The but it's not a waste when it comes to the laughs. No, it's a complete waste, and so is that Christmas party, which is why <laughs> I do it. Because uh, people will sit there and go, oh, "My God, this is a waste of time." And I go, "Thank you very much." <laughs> God this bless is exactly us, what everyone. I wanted to say. It's six twenty-three with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. It's six twenty-six with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. We got uh, uh, Scott Zolak coming up after eight o'clock today. Oh, okay. Scott Zolak. I uh, I like that idea. Yeah, and we may have a surprise guest. Maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Uh, anybody's looking for a, pro- a plug in a comedy show, uh, perhaps. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Uh, all right. You ready to laugh? Uh, yes. All right. Let's laugh. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> classic rock. Why did the man name his tree Christmas tree Amy Winehouse? I don't know, Steve. Why did the man name his Christmas tree Amy Winehouse? Because when it dies, there's a thousand needles on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's insensitive. She tried to get a prefab, but she said no, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Bats and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102. Springfield's classic rock. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. 631 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Max. A Springfield police officer and a woman were arrested Wednesday after a search of a home on Nottingham Street resulted in the seizure of an illegal firearm, heroin, cocaine, and marijuana. According to the Springfield Police spokesperson Ryan Walsh, Springfield and State Police conducted a search warrant at the home around 6.15 a.m. on Wednesday. Two people were inside and were arrested, 24-year-old Anthony Travernier of Springfield and 26-year-old Miranda Caldwell of Springfield, who was also a Springfield police officer. During the uh, search, officers uh, seized approximately 10 bags of heroin, 10 grams of cocaine, and 100 grams of marijuana and an illegal firearm. Officer Caldwell has been suspended for five days without pay, which is the highest discipline that can be handed out. The Post Commission has also been notified of her arrest. Is it five days is all they can give her? Well, you see, and this is you know, this is the same thing that people are complaining about that let criminals back out on the street. It's a policy thing. It's a it's a it's a 
that's a legislative thing where people get out on bail, even though they've, you know, repeat offenders or violent crimes are still back out on the streets. Mm-hmm. And you hear, you know, Dom Dom complaining about that and a lot, a lot of the other people complaining about that, too. The uh, On the flip side of that, when you're a member of law enforcement, uh, when 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 one of them gets arrested, it doesn't seem like it's a justice to the rest of the people because the people don't understand that. This is how police unions have worked and have negotiated contracts right. with a city, and these are the rules set up to put in place to protect them. See, this is what I, I was going to suggest that that you know maybe this maybe if criminals had a union, maybe if they unionized, maybe they could be protected by uh, by certain covenants of their collective bargaining agreement. Could be, you know, rather than yeah. you know like a, you know automatic release after uh, you know paying bail. You know, maybe there's some other uh, stipulations that the criminals union could uh, could impose i mean uh, caldwell charged with improper storage of a firearm possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony possession to in, uh, with intent to distribute a class a b and c drug that's three counts total plus reckless endangerment of a child five days seems light but you know when it comes to union work yeah that's a i think it's like you know five days on Two days off? Is that how it normally works? I think that's usually how it works. You know, listen, uh, you'd, you you would have had a paid vacation at Sandals Resort if you had just left your keys running in your car. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now this is yeah. going to cause you legal troubles now. The, you've been arrested. Yeah. The problem with the criminals union is that yeah. you'd have like one guy committing the crime and four or five of them uh, you know, drinking coffee outside waiting for him to come back out. Well, that's usually how it works. Oh, who's ready to go over to the Dunkin'? Huh? Who's getting junk in this week? It's not my job. No. Union, union, union <laughs> agreement says so. Send the new guy. Uh, police are asking for the public's help in identifying a motorcyclist that crossed into oncoming traffic to pass vehicles Monday afternoon. This is news. This is this happens all the time. I don't understand why this is such a big deal. The West Brookfield police. Oh, because there's nothing West going Brookfield. on at West Brookfield. Uh, shared a video recorded on Monday around 5 p.m., uh, where a motorcyclist drove on the double solid yellow lines to pass one vehicle while three vehicles were also traveling in the oncoming lane. The motorcyclist then passed another vehicle by moving into the opposite lane of traffic. Police hope the public can identify the motorcycle, which has a distinctive tank and tall handlebars. Oh, kind of like, uh, it's like Dennis Hopper. Right, like a, like easy a chopper. Rider. Yeah, easy rider. And then, uh, uh, was it Peter Fonda or Henry? Peter, Peter Fonda. Fonda. It was Peter Fonda. It was, uh, Henry Fonda would have been a too old for yeah. that role. And then, uh, you know, a, truck, a pickup truck with two rednecks in it uh, comes up and starts taunting him, and then uh, they wind up blasting him with a shotgun, and he's dead on the side of the road. This guy better watch out. No kidding. Could be uh, could be that same kind of scenario that uh, happened to them. That was a crazy movie, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was, actually. It actually wasn't that great, to tell you the truth. I didn't think it was I tried to watch movie. it thinking, well, this is supposed to be some sort of American classic, and finish it going that was it well it was art i guess i don't know if you want to consider it you know because it was a, this weird cinematic thing that hadn't been tried before you know where they're it, piece in the yeah the, it's probably all context yeah you know it came out at the right time with the right people yeah i guess you had to be there to live through it i guess yeah uh, let's see. There was uh, a multi-vehicle crash on I-90 Warrenton, one north in Holyoke last night that caused a significant backup of traffic. I saw people all over social media go, do not go I-91 north uh, leaving East Hampton. You know, if you're, or, you know that East Hampton exit, don't right. get on 91 north that way because the traffic was backed up. 
The fire department reported they were called to the scene around 5.20 p.m. on Wednesday. That was for a four-car accident with two people transported to the hospital with minor injuries. The uh, fire department representative, uh, Captain Dave Rex, said that he estimated traffic would start moving again by 6.30, but uh, supposedly it was backed up for about three hours. Wow. Yeah. Mass State Police uh, said the multi-vehicle crash occurred at mile marker 18 with the backup of traffic being reported between exit 15 and 23. One lane of traffic was uh, open on the left side of the highway, but man. That's a backup. It was a huge backup. Rush hour traffic, and then you have an accident like that. I really, I'm really concerned about the way people drive lately. It, it really, you know, zigzagging in throughout traffic. I, just mm-hmm. this morning, I'm coming down 91, and right before you hit, uh, right by that 291 interchange, right there's this jackhole driving, zigzagging through the 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 traffic, which the median speed's about 60 miles an hour there, right. And it's just like, dude, are you just willing to die here on the street? Is that you just don't care about anybody but yourself? Or people, what? people don't, and they don't think that anything bad is ever gonna could ever possibly happen to them. I can't tell you how many people I still see driving on a highway, a loaded highway, with their face buried into their phone. I mean, there's no, you know, no one's being inconspicuous about it. They're not hiding the fact that they're on their phone, and they're yeah. literally face down in the phone on a on an interstate highway. I you know, like listen. Occasionally, I'll pick up my phone, but that's mostly to sort through my uh, my playlists uh, while I'm driving, and that's okay. But uh, you know, I don't know what these other people are doing. They're completely distracted and uh, think that uh, for whatever reason they're impervious to bad things. I don't. Know. I don't. I don't drive like that. What I do is I drive when I drive through uh, Russell Russell Montgomery area. Yeah. I just start throwing nip bottles out the window like a little trail, like Hansel and Gretel. Oh, they... let the police lead me right to my house so they can arrest me. <laughs> Ooh, it's exactly 62 nip bottles to your house. Yeah, that's like throwing scraps off a fishing boat and watching yeah, all the yeah. uh, the seagulls go after yeah, it. Yeah, it's like a chum. Here's some <laughs> chum for you, and then the cops come right after you. Chomp it down yeah, on yeah. it. Blah, 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 blah. That was a big bust, man. That was a, a big bust for the town of Russell. Yeah. 62 nip bottles. That made national news. I saw it on uh, some ABC website yesterday. That was honestly national news. Well, because think about how ridiculous that cachet of booze looks you know you were talking about you were pointing it out yesterday yeah. about how it looks like the drug bust where they have the you know the three hundred thousand dollars in cash and, and, the, the, and the, the, the law enforcement insignias yeah. to tell you who yeah. you know who busted who yeah like that's some real shiznit right there is yeah. the, is the, the, ser- the serious real deal yeah look, but, look yeah. at all these legal products we confiscated <laughs> right but illegally being used you know that's that's the problem well, they're just illegally stored in a car that's all yeah yeah, improper storage of a fireball. <laughs> Where's that charge? <laughs> State highway officials in Rhode Island were well aware five years ago that the westbound side of the Washington Bridge was in bad shape. A 2019 application seeking federal funds for critical repairs to the bridge, which carries I-195 uh, into Providence, included pictures from the year before showing decay and exposed rebar. Uh, Rhode Island Department of Transportation Director Peter Avilti wrote in the application that the bridge was nearing a permanent state of disrepair in 2019. Yeah. The existing bridge structure and the current on and off ramps are decaying and must be addressed immediately, he wrote. Uh, The feds were persuaded, and in 2020, Rhode Island's federal delegation boasted that they had helped the state secure $25 million in U.S. Department of Transportation funds. 
The total tab to rehabilitate the westbound span of the critical connector between East Providence and Providence at the time is $70 million. It has now risen to $78 million. <laughs> Three years later, Avanti was holding a news conference announcing uh, Rhode Island DOT was hastily closing the westbound lanes, impacting some 90,000 cars that travel over the bridge every day. A uh, Target 12 review of inspection reports, court documents, and state audits show that despite the urgent need to fix the bridge back in 2019, the project suffered a series of delays fueled largely by multiple lawsuits, including one from a scorned developer. So basically, you know, I, I'm, uh, without reading the entire thing to you, right. uh, the gist of the story was, they were again, they were supposed to fix this back in 2019. They secured the funds. They got the funds. They hired a contractor to do it, and then the feds came in and said, wait a minute, uh, this contractor uh, doesn't sit well with us because of other dealings that they had with other municipalities, right. and we don't feel like this is the right thing. Well, the state already promised it to that uh, company, so then they had to renege on the, on the contract, and then that company sued the state of Rhode Island for <laughs> improper, you know, uh, awarding of contracts. And so that, what was it? I was going to say, who's negotiating this? Kurt Schilling? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Here's my video game company and my highway restoration uh, construction company, too. Yeah, we got a highway sim yeah. game. By the way, do you want to know any uh, personal medical information about any of my former teammates? Because oh I'll, I'll, I'll put it out there. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I have been driving over this yeah. connector for in my literally my entire life. Uh, it, it, you know, like you said, it connects East Providence to Providence. This is the way I go to see my parents. Yeah. And, you know, whenever I'm, whenever I'm out there, uh, this is a major inconvenience. This, this would be like saying, all right, um, we've decided that the I ninety one viaduct needs to be closed immediately. I'm by the way, I'm not saying that it should. I'm just saying it's a, as a hypothetical. And then all of a sudden, you wake up, and you got well, and you got well. How am I supposed to get? To Chicopee. How, how am I supposed to get to the hospital? How am I supposed to get to uh, the Basketball Hall of Fame? Yeah. I mean, how am I supposed to get to any of that stuff? Well, the, one of the uh, the TikTok videos that I saw was saying that the mayor wanted... Um, was there an Army-Navy game in town, like, recently? Uh, at Gillette, yeah. Okay, so they said that he knew about this long ago, that this thing was going to need closures, but he didn't close it until after the Army-Navy game... So it wouldn't cause any problems with the people coming into his city in order to stay there and all that stuff. Sure. Well, then they, they shut it down, and now people are really, really upset. It is back open. They, uh, the westbound lanes, let's see, I just found this one too. Yeah, the Department of Transportation director said uh, the I-95 West will be open this weekend on the eastbound span of the Washington Bridge. So I think they're just doing like a, you know, shifting the lanes over to the other side of the bridge. But they showed this joist with, yeah, with the bent. rebar popping out. It was like, holy crap. Like, can you imagine driving over that thing and the whole thing just collapsing? That's happened before. Yeah. That happened, I think, was it Minnesota? Didn't that happen too? Um, I think the, you're right. Where yeah. the entire bridge just collapsed, collapsed. And we have, there's video of that where the car just yeah. plops right into the water. Oh, that's scary stuff. Are these politicians. You know, you know really the funny to... part about it is at least they're not Massachusetts politicians. At least it's Rhode Island. Yeah, at least they're just they're just dirtier the further south you go. Is that is that? How I mean, it you works? just you you expect that kind of corruption and uh, and malfeasance in Rhode Island, not here in Massachusetts. No, no, no. We're we're much uh, much more better with our scandals up here than we are.
down in Rhode Island. Exactly. Uh, so if you're traveling uh, through uh, our craft and corruption is far more discreet. Yeah, if you're if you're traveling uh, I-195 this weekend, good luck to you. They're gonna have to close the whole thing anyway. At yeah, but this is just like the temporary fix they have for now. But when you have a hundred thousand cars going on that bridge every single day, and yeah. you're restricting lanes, try to imagine what that would do. I would listen. I, you don't have to tell me to stay away from Rhode Island because I was already not going to go there to begin with. But uh, if you have to, take a different route. Don't go that way. <clears throat> sure. If uh, you're flying for the holidays, give yourself plenty of time to get to the airport. A 27-year-old woman got picked up by an Uber at a hotel in Austin on Sunday. She was heading to the airport and running late. Her name is uh, Nishua Afkami. Uh, the driver says she got upset when she saw how long it would take to get there, and she wanted them to drive faster, but apparently they wouldn't. So out of nowhere, Nishua grabbed the driver's phone and chucked it out the window. Ooh. Which you would think would just delay her even more, but she had a plan. When the driver pulled over to grab the phone... She hopped in the driver's seat and stole the car. That's actually not a bad idea. Hey, listen, you got a place to be. The uh, driver called police. He must have got the phone somehow. And uh, airport security stopped her before she boarded the flight. They found the car and abandoned it in front of a Southwest terminal. Jesus. That's like, what is it, uh, like Ted Stryker when he dropped the car off there and the car is full of, like, well, it wasn't parking tickets. It was, oh, the guy sitting in the back of the car in the cab because <laughs> he puts the fare on. And at the end of the movie, at the very end of the movie, even when the credits are over, he's like, I'll give him five more minutes. <laughs> she couldn't have been running that late because she still managed to stop at a store inside the airport and, bo- airport and bought more than $100, $120 worth of stuff with the driver's credit card. She faces charges for unauthorized use of a motor vehicle. And theft? Like, she's not facing that? Well, well. I mean, listen, if you're saving money of the duty-free shop anyway. She's actually very cute. Doesn't matter, Steve. Eh, She's a naughty girl. That's a. I kind of like him that way. Very good looking and very naughty. Oh, yeah. she's naughty. Oh, you like me to be naughty? What do you want me to do? I want you to go over there and steal a newspaper from that stand. Yeah. Because what do we know? Yeah. What do we really know about the Hudson News? Yeah. Make sure it's a New York Post. I love that dirty tabloid, too. <laughs> dirty girl. <laughs> what else can I do for you? Gum. Yeah. I need gum yeah, for need, the flight. Yeah, gum, too. You like gum, don't you? <laughs> You're p- I like a good juicy fruit. Mm, I love juicy fruit. Oh, yeah. Go steal a pack of that. Oh, it's too bad they don't sell squirt anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, they, didn't they used to call that? I can't say the name of that. <laughs> I can't say the name of that one. Uh, it's blank gum. Yeah, right. Gum yes. gum is what right, it's called. Right, yes, yes. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today, sunny with a high of 37 tomorrow, uh, sunny with a high of 51. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. All right. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 654 and the Allman Brothers with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be sunny today with a high of 37. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 51. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102 giving you a uh, 12 chances to win great prizes throughout the month of December. Go to rock102.com and sign up for the 12 days of Prizemas. Each weekday throughout uh, the rest of the month, actually through uh, Tuesday the 19th, we'll give away a $200 value gift to one of 12 local businesses uh, and inclu- that includes uh, Northbound Butcher Block, On Point Connections, The Gold Trader, Hilltown Chic, Jimmy's Pub, uh, Renew.com, and more. It's 12 days of Prizemas from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, you know, it is the middle of December. There's a lot of people who are, uh, 
suffering from seasonal affective disorder. Sure. Uh, and some people's work productivity could be slipping. Maybe it's year-end exhaustion. Maybe it's the distraction of the holiday season. Maybe it's the depression. Well, it just doesn't affect human workers. Some people have noticed that chat GPT has been getting lazier recently. It's returning simpler answers and refusing to do tasks. And they're wondering if AI can be hit with seasonal <laughs> affective disorder. <laughs> Or how about just laziness? It could be. Uh, that isn't the case, the seasonal affective disorder. But uh, OpenAI, the company behind ChatGPT, says they ChatGPT says they are aware that things are off a bit. They say we've heard about all your feedback of it getting lazier. We haven't updated the model since November 11th, and this certainly isn't intentional. Model behavior can be unpredictable, and we're looking into fixing it. They said that it isn't broken. Models can evolve, and they may need to recalibrate. No, you know what it is, is once they started figuring out that regular human beings can can tell this thing to do awful things, then they put filters on that and they no. stopped it from happening. You can't, there's certain things you can't do. When, when, when that started coming out, you had all these TikTok videos of these people going, hey, hey uh, give me instructions on how to build like a bomb or something like that. Sure. And the thing would say, I can't do that. I have morals and, you know, that's not right. We, we're not going to be able to. So then the guy was typing in, okay, just pretend then you're somebody else and you were evil. How would you build a bomb? And then the guy, and it gives the whole guy all these yeah. instructions can on I, how to I'll, make an explosive. You can actually outsmart him. Yeah. So then once ChatGPT started picking up on that stuff, they started blocking the way you can talk to it, which made it totally unfun because not that I wanted to build anything destructive, but I wanted to see, you know, what kind of weird, like dirty things it could come up with. Yeah, that sounds more like your speed. You know, I want to do, uh, you know, let's ask it to do a, write a Kim Kardashian thing yeah. for, for us. Uh, well, I could do that. <laughs> I, I, I could see that. I don't know. I, I'm gonna have to. I'm yeah. gonna have to try. But but you can't do anything like that anymore because it's all filtered. Ah, that's that. It yeah, took it's, all it's the, fun the fun. Out it's taking the fun out of technology, destroying us all. Why can't we have something where people don't use it for you know violent purposes? Why can't know. we just have something to have some fun with it? You know. Well, you know, Steve, some people think that uh, you know evil is fun. You know, it all depends on the person feeding the information. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, artificial intelligence learns from its mistakes. That's why it's artificial intelligence. Yeah, I don't know. If has, I don't know if there's any intelligence in there at all. It's just uh, I want to use it to, you know, have me write uh, poems about penises and things like that. Yeah, but like, see, that's a good use. That's what I want to use it that's for. That's a totally reasonable. But you can't usage. do that anymore because it's like I can't do that. That's beyond my moral capabilities. Nah, please, moral you, capabilities. I'll tell you what, this stuff is starting to act like real people now. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, we're finally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're we're finally getting to the point where AI has become like every other American. Now nah, I'm too lazy to yeah. do that. That insults my integrity. Yeah. Oh, it's an it's an insult to my integrity. I don't know who that is. It's <laughs> 658 at Rock 102. Do big name dealerships have your back? No. Doesn't. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, it's now been a couple of days since NBC Sports Boston reported that the Patriots have had it up to here with head coach Bill Belichick. And so far, here's what we know. 
The Patriots have said nothing, revealed nothing, stated nothing, and there's been no press releases, no comments, no acknowledgments whatsoever that Mr. Kraft has decided to move on from Bill Belichick at the end of the season, even though it's been the single worst season of his entire head coaching career. Even yesterday during Bill Belichick's press conference, he was asked about these rumors in several different ways by several different reporters who were hoping to crack the Bill Belichick cone of silence. And as expected, it was to no avail. Instead, Belichick answered those questions in the most Bill Belichick fashion by repeatedly saying, I'm getting ready for Kansas City. Now, you might choose to read into something like that, but I would remind you that for the last 23 seasons, that is how Bill Belichick has answered every question from the media. And yesterday was absolutely no different. Now, the rumor states that not only will Bill, uh, will Mr. Kraft let Bill Belichick go, but that he'll be replaced by his heir apparent, Gerard Mayo, now serving as the team's inside linebackers coach. But there's certainly not, that's certainly not set in stone, and no one's willing to talk about that either. There's also very little talk about relieving Bill Belichick of his duties as GM and having him only focus on being the head coach of the Patriots. To me, that would make a lot of sense. But then again, despite my keen insight, Mr. Kraft has yet to contact me about a single personnel issue since he purchased the team nearly 29 years ago. Why not? I can't tell you. It's not like he doesn't know where to find me. I mean, the station's been a member of the Patriots Rock Radio Network for the last 23 years, and yet I received no calls, no emails, no telegrams, no nothing. Which makes me think that no decisions have been made as of yet, and these rumors are just that. A dizzying fabrication or misunderstanding by an otherwise credible source who had nothing better to do than to put something out there that may or may not be true. In other words, I'll believe it when I see it. But hey, and if a lie happens, war is brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Sure, it looks like a little piece of plastic, but boom, it's a steel chainsaw or a Weber grill or a DeWalt impact driver kit. That's holiday magic, a Rocky's gift card. And make your dream come true card. Get the gift card you need at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 712 and Guns N' Roses with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be sunny with a high of 37 today. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 51. It is uh, 25 right now in downtown Springfield. Scott Zolak is going to join us next hour. There's tons of stuff to talk with uh, him about today. Tons of stuff to talk with him about today. Uh, let me just give you a forewarning here. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, some maybe adult stuff. So, you know, if you got the kids in the car, you might want to change the radio. Well, I mean, uh, unless you want your kids to learn things very quickly in their lives. Well, uh, I mean, you can always come back and listen to the podcast at your convenience uh, and listen to this very conversation that we are about to have. Yes, it's uh, brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Uh, Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. All right. Now that I got the disclaimer out of the way, a very kinky porn site says... Top uh, fetishes Americans searched for this year. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, it ha- Pornhub has not released the year in review yet. They usually do that kind of Spotify thing. Oh, your 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 2023 wrapped. Yeah, your wrapped uh, or unwrapped, if you will. I don't, you know, I don't know if I really want a uh, an uh, end of the year review for all the things that I may have looked for. On a pornographic website? No, but it's interesting to see what other people were looking for. Oh, I'm sure. I'm just not sure that's something that I want to see. Then you can compare it with your own brain. You know, you can say, oh, well, I'm not into that, or I am into that, Uh, or there's other people like me out there, okay? Yes. Uh, But a website called Clips for Sale specializes in fetish content, so here's the really kinky stuff. Okay. They just posted their top searches of 2023, and number one... 
is something you probably didn't even know existed. You won't believe what number one is. I feel like clicking now. Very large women had a very big year. The top kink? Giantness porn. Giantness? Yeah. That doesn't mean just tall. It's more about using camera tricks and other effects to create the illusion that someone's a giant. Kind of like a grown-up version of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So these are like, you know, like theoretically. Yeah. Women who could be as much as like 10 feet tall. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like giant women. You know, hmm. I always wanted a freakishly tall woman. That was a George Costanza. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. Uh, clips for sale says giantness, giant. Oh, it's giant. It's giant. Giantess. Yeah, giantess porn was their top search in the uh, U.S., Japan, Mexico, and Australia, and they expect it to be big next year too. No pun intended. Yeah, right. They uh, posted a map of the top search in each state, and uh, giantess was number one in nineteen of them. And I would never have thought that. In Massachusetts, no less. Hmm. Okay. That, uh, the, the rest, you want to hear the other types? Well, sure. So we're part of that list along with California, Arizona, Texas, Alabama, Florida, Georgia. All of these uh, states, New Jersey, uh, are into giantess, right? Okay. Then uh, Delaware, only one, the top one in there is uh, is gagged. That's one of gagged? the- Gagged? Yeah. That's like, a, I guess like a- like a S and M thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Do the thing. Yeah, that doesn't uh, do much for me. In Louisiana and Wisconsin, it's socks. Women in socks. I guess so. Uh, That's a weird one. Well, I have to think about that because uh, uh, that absolutely does nothing for me. Uh, crushing. That kind of yeah. I, I don't. I can't say the full name of it, but that's big in Mississippi. Really? Yeah. I got to tell you, if uh, even if that were the only video that uh, my internet connection yeah. could give me, I think I'd pass up on that. I would pass up on that, too. I don't like something watching somebody else be uncomfortable no, uh, I don't, because I don't. it makes me uncomfortable as well. Well, because you, you can psychologically feel the same yeah. thing, and, and yeah. nobody, nobody really wants to feel that. Uh, New Mexico is big with latex. That's their top search point. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, I guess, you know, it makes you feel good, makes you feel protected. I guess. Uh, Wrestling uh, is huge with South Carolina, North Carolina, North Dakota, and Oklahoma. Why is that not surprising to me? That somebody would be, like, so into the WWE that they want to see the erotic version of that. Isn't there a, uh, isn't that another website? Can you smell what the blank is cooking? What are you going to do with the world's largest thighs? Crush your skull. Uh, and uh, Tennessee and uh, Washington, D.C. Are, are into tickling. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> are into tickling. They're big tickle <laughs> fetish people. Yeah, no, that uh, that is the biggest turnoff for me ever. And uh, Alaska is into sissy stuff. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what about uh, diapers? That's big in like seven states: Colorado, God. Oregon, uh, Idaho, New Hampshire, Kentucky, Washington State, uh, Nebraska, and Maryland. You haven't given me anything here I can hang my hat on. Flatulence. Well, that's that's now we're big, talking. That's the only one that's big. Uh, Indiana is <laughs> big in that. Uh, <laughs> yoga pants are a big thing in South Dakota. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I can't say this one, so I can't really do that. Uh, well, can you describe it in a uh, in a in a decent way? Um. Uh, Using the womb broom. 
Okay, go on. Yeah, okay. That's uh, big in that's big in uh, in Montana. Really? And, yeah, and Maine. Maine's got a thing for that. Yeah. <laughs> Panty pantyhose, Missouri. Okay. Uh, smoking. Yeah, that's a it's a filthy. There's habit. a there's a fetish for that. Yeah, I think usually like, people don't like people who smoke. Usually, but I believe there's some sort of uh, sexual gratification for being a human ashtray. Well, that's uh, our neighbor to the south. That means two things: Connecticut. They like the smoking they videos. Like the smoking videos. Really? Yeah, and Wyoming has is really big into CPR pornography. CPR. Yeah. As in, like you know, like chest compressions. Yeah. Mouth to mouth. Mouth to mouth. Do you do staying alive while you do that? While you sing, isn't that how you do that? Yeah, you're supposed to do the, the same yeah. beat of staying alive. That's why my grandmother died because I used uh, "How Deep Is Your Love." It didn't work the same way. <laughs> it's not the same kind of rhythm that you need yeah. to get the heart moving again. Dad died because I started a joke. But peace. But people in people are into weird, weird stuff. Well, you know, none, none of this stuff on the list is anything that's like appealing to me. Many, many years ago, this goes back. I don't know, back to the 90s, we got given a, sent a book about fetishes. And uh, as I'm leafing through it, you know, for uh, research purposes, I'm learning about things that I didn't even realize were fetishes. Like, yeah. I, I mean, it, it was impossible for me to wrap my head around some of the things that they were talking about. And I was like, to this day, I think I've blocked out a lot of it because I, I just didn't want any, yeah, I didn't want any damaging memories in my head. But it's like, who is who is doing this and who is who is suggesting to other people you know what i'd really like to try what i'd like to try this yeah well i'd love I to mean, know what those conversations are like well i, I this whole the, the whole idea of be like uh yeah i'm gulliver i'm the giantess uh <laughs> I, li- I like that. I like being a Lilliputin, whatever whatever it's called. <laughs> Lilliputin is more what it what it's what it comes down to. But uh, yeah, people are into some weird stuff. Remember that lady out in the Berkshires that used to tie people up in Saran wrap and have this whole dungeon in her basement? Yeah. And, uh, we almost had her uh, on the show, but then she backed out at the last minute because she didn't want to be like recognized. That that's some weird. She's, she's on the radio. No one would see her. We wouldn't take pictures. We would just have a normal discussion about yeah. What you do? What just what happened to the regular old good old fashioned uh, you know like uh, Puritan missionary yeah. type of stuff? Where where is that? <laughs> Why can't we go back to the old days? Yeah. That's my nostalgia. Now I want to sing. Yeah. You know, who are the people in your neighborhood? Yeah, you know, right? Who are the? <laughs> well, you got the wrestler, the pantyhose guy, and the smoking guy, and I got a buddy over there who's into pregnant chicks. That surprisingly isn't on the list. It's 721 on Rock 102. It's 724 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, you know what kind of uh, you know what kind of adult uh, films I'm into? No. Ones where it finishes with $20 in a comedy show. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. What a shocker that he would be back yeah. two oh, days in a row oh, as comedian uh, Marty Caproni. Good to have you, pal. Good to be here, guys. Oh, yeah. Good to be here. Uh, that is my fetish as well. All of this week's 25. But it's, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's... You're squeezing an extra five out of everybody. Yeah, well, we well uh, our headliner, Yoshi, is Asian, so I don't know if that uh, checks off one so, of those boxes uh, so for So Yoshi, you, Mario, uh, Luigi, yeah, yeah, some yeah. of the other uh, the members of Mario Kart will be there tonight. Yeah. Who's Princess Peach? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, 
Uh, yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's coming in tonight. Uh, be picking him up at the train station later this afternoon. Yeah, and uh, it's gonna be a fun show. Good lineup. Oh, I bet I bet it is. Yeah, uh, stop by. Did you hear us talking about the uh, the fetishes that we were? I uh, I was listening to on the way in. Giantess yeah. porn. Didn't even know. Didn't even know that was a thing. Wasn't that? Uh, that was like a thing. It was a movie somewhere where they had these giant women. What was a attack was, of the fifty foot woman? Is that what it was? Yeah, I believe it was. Oh, well, there you go. There That's the, probably what kicked the whole thing off. People like to go back to their nostalgia uh, of their youth and remember that movie with that big, really tall chick. That turns me on. I don't understand. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Well, you know what? If you had a fifty foot woman in your house, okay, let, <sighs> hypothetical, would you open up a single jar for that woman? No. Would would you reach on the highest shelf for Here, things that she would not normally reach if she were average size? Here's another thing. Do you ever think you'd have the bathroom? <laughs> no. If you had a 50-foot, do you think you'd ever? They'd be like... Yeah, you'd have to build another one I for mean, yourself. How long does that thing go to the bathroom for? A yeah, long, I mean, a long yeah. time. Like how, how, long, how many hairs are going to be in the shower <laughs> oh, after God. she gets out of there? Oh, God. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, you know, it, it reminded we were talking about this whole uh, adult film thing, and uh, it reminded me of the time when I worked at a different radio station. And there was a guy who actually used to work for you at some point. Yeah. Uh, who uh, was uh, needed his VCR repaired. It needed his mother's VCR repaired because, uh, you know, she was gone. And, right. Uh, there was there was a tape stuck inside the, the VCR. Oh, how long ago was <laughs> this? Was, was probably nineties, like two thousand one. Like phonograph yeah. was broke. Ba ba da ba 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 da ba da. Two thousand one. So then he uh, he has the the station engineer uh, say, oh, hey, no. can, hey, can you can you fix this uh, for me? So then uh, you know him and I were both standing in the studio. A couple days had gone sure, by, yeah, yeah. and then the uh, the engineer pops up with the uh, with the with the VCR. And he has a, a tape in his hand. And he throws it down on the counter, and he goes, uh, "Blonde BJ's five belong to anybody?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "My mom was going to be home tomorrow, and I had to get the tape out of the VCR. So success." I, you know, that's funny. Now that you said that, I got a frantic call. You know, you grew up in the neighborhood. I had all these guys that I grew up with in the neighborhood, and you, 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 everyone would get known for their whatever they were good at yeah their their role and i was pretty good at like tech stuff back then you know and uh i got a frantic phone call from one of my buddies yeah i need you to come over i need you to come. i was like what did he murder somebody you know i felt like i was gonna help <laughs> right. move a body or whatever and i get down i'm like what what's going on he's like you got it the vcr is just full of tape uh the the tape broke in the vcr and his parents were coming home from work <laughs> and it was it was an adult it was, film. It was an adult yeah. film in the vcr and i I, we could do this. We could do this. So we took the VCR out of the living room, brought it up into his room, <laughs> and just like surgically taking the tape out and everything else. Then his parents come home, and then it's the, I'm going to distract them. You sneak down with the VCR and put the VCR yeah, back yeah. in and play. <laughs> yeah, and, and success, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It turned out, the only thing was he couldn't hook it up, you know, because it took a uh, uh, it was, you know, coaxial cable. It took a while to hook up. So he just, like, put it there, and then we left. And then he was like, I'll just, I'll, you know, tomorrow. Just, and then, like, two hours later, his father comes home, and he's, like, trying to watch his World War II uh, uh, tapes from Time Life. And he's like, what the hell's wrong with this VCR? <laughs> Why is this not working? It's like, you think it's bad now? You should have seen what it would have yeah, been like right. three hours ago. <laughs> this isn't a porn story at all, but it is a VCR story. Many years ago, there used to be a woman who did news on our show, and she had also had a television career before okay. doing news. And so she 
she's talking to me about it. She says, yeah, I'd really like you to, to, to look at my, uh, my, my tapes sometime. I said, okay, yeah, sure. So she hands me the videotape one day, and she says, just make sure I get it back. It's my only copy. Well, wouldn't you know, the VCR I have, the, the cheap little Best Buy oh, thing no. I got eats the tape. Uh, eats oh. the tape. And I, got, I was able to get it out. But the tape was, was completely destroyed. destroyed. I felt so bad was going back the, to her and say, you're not going to believe was this. Was it the but, only tape she had for the demo? I believe it might have been. Oh. I believe I destroyed her television I was career. Gonna say, to this day, <laughs> yeah, right. she's working in some market like Bismarck, North Dakota. Like, God dang it. Yeah, I, that, I felt awful about that. But well, what are you going to do? Some people also destroy themselves, too, eventually. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, this yeah. one was on, on her way. It's uh, 7.30. <laughs> News is next on Rock 102. Here's your week four. With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102, it's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. And by the way, Marty Caproni is in the studio today. So just He's to, here blessing us with his presence yet again. Two days in a row? Yeah. yeah this is what, is, what is this, amateur hour? Yeah, you know, I, what am I going to do? Pretty you much, know? pretty much amateur hour. Uh, you know, Scott Zolak's coming up. I can't just uh, leave, I can't just leave that alone. <laughs> well, you, you, hey, you can't because I don't know anything about sports and uh, you're kind of like the crutch, my crutch. But this is your week, Steve. This is Taylor Swift at the Gillette Stadium week. Which, by the way, I downloaded the movie last night because oh, it was her birthday and it was uh, available for $19.89 on Amazon Prime, which is uh, significant to her birth year. Did, did you know that? Did you, uh, did you watch the thing last night? I didn't watch it. My kid watched it. Oh, uh, yeah, because it, it gets better after... Two or three times well, of watching it because there was extras in there. There were songs that were not included in the movie theater. Oh, that, uh, wow. you, there was about five or six different songs that you didn't see in that movie. And uh, why were they, they be... trying to keep it down uh, under five hours long? Well, this was just a little over three hours. I think the original running film was two hours and forty-eight minutes. Good lord! You can make uh, you can make pop. Did your daughter get the uh, commemorative popcorn? Uh, oh yeah! Bucket? Listen, man, we got all of that stuff when it, when we were in the movie theater. Yeah, you yeah. can so you can make popcorn in your commemorative popcorn bucket, which is a piece of cardboard and is uh, slowly rotting away right. uh, in some kid's room right now. Put on your friendship bracelets, and yeah. you guys could watch the movie. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it was one uh, one hell of a show. I gotta tell you, well, she knows how to she knows how to captivate an audience. That's for sure. Ugh. <laughs> you know, when she's on a big giant movie screen in the theater, she's yeah. kind of a giantess. Ooh, yes, oh, she is. Yeah, yeah, she really yeah. is. Like fifty feet tall. Oh well. Look, look, look what you made her do. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, wait, 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 she sees, gets a lot of my sick beat. Where's a where's a lot of latex for those in New Mexico? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. yeah. What about my buddy over <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, A uh, Springfield police officer and a man were arrested Wednesday after a search of a home on Nottingham Street resulted in the seizure of an illegal firearm, heroin, cocaine, and marijuana. According to spokesperson Ryan Walsh, Springfield and State Police conducted a search warrant on the home at around 6.15 a.m. on Wednesday. Two people were inside, 24-year-old Anthony Trevernier and of Springfield and 26-year-old Miranda Caldwell of Springfield, who is also a Springfield police officer. During the search, officers uh, seized approximately 10 bags of heroin, 10 grams of cocaine, and 100 grams of marijuana, and an illegal firearm. Officer Caldwell has been suspended for five days without pay, so... Wow. Learn your lesson. Show you. Yeah. Which is the highest discipline that can be handed out. <laughs> the Post Commission has also been notified of her arrest. Uh, Tavernier has been charged with a slew of charges, including intent to distribute. And uh, Caldwell 
has been charged with uh, the same and also reckless endangerment of a child and improper storage of a firearm. So, good things going on. I read that story, and the most fascinating part of that story to me was that the firearm in question was found in a box of Pampers. Uh, Is that what it was? Yeah, they Mm. found it hidden under a pile of Pampers. See, I would uh, we use Huggies. They're much more absorbent. Yeah, I was uh, yeah. Say, it depends on depends on your preference. Pa- uh, pa- Pampers uh, usually doesn't uh, get the job done. But I couldn't help but think to myself, you know, I mean, obviously the reason drug dealers have guns, right? Alleged drug dealers is uh, because if someone breaks into their house, they they have to immediately. So just imagine someone breaks in and you're just rifling through a box of Pampers. Yeah. While they're while they're holding you at gunpoint, hang on. It's a, hang on, I'm just yeah, trying to get my guns. Yeah. Trying to get them, yeah. flushing them down the toilet. Oh, these turn blue when you shoot them. Yeah. Oh, these are great. Oh, look at this. this is great. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah we're, we've we're all we're all fathers here. We've yeah. all yeah. Uh, we all know what it's like to uh, to handle uh, a, 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 a diaper. We all know it can go off in your hands. We all know it can be very dangerous, and if not, and if improperly stored, it can cause all kinds of problems. This is true. <laughs> You know, not only are we all fathers that know how to handle a pepper, but some of those probably, what state would that probably be? Louisiana? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. There was the diaper fetish. Yeah, they yeah. might yeah. also know how to handle a uh, diaper. There was quite a few uh, of those. Diaper fetish? Yeah. I, let me see if I can uh, pull this up again, because I wasn't able to get it on the actual internet here, uh, because when you clicked on that link, it said, sorry, uh, this is illegal. You shouldn't hmm. be looking at this. But, yeah, the diaper actually is popular in Colorado, Oregon, Idaho, Ohio, New Hampshire, Kentucky, Washington, Nebraska, and Maryland. New Hampshire? Yeah. That diaper kind of fits the New Hampshire motto, live free or die. Live, Don't yeah. be chained to a bathroom. Just get out there. Just get out there. Do what you want. Do your pants. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's doing it. We're all cool. Yeah. All right, but if you're one of those guys that's like out in the woods, like, you know, yeah. shoot some deer or some, you know, wild uh, boar. I mean, of course you need diapers out there. You can be outside all day. <sighs> I have yet to meet a woman I, who has said, you know, I have this baby Huey fetish that is really uh, growing on me. Could you wear a diaper for the rest of the day? You know what, though, Steve? If there is one out there, I hope she seeks you out because you'd be a fantastic baby Huey. <laughs> I, I think I would be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got the you got the haircut for it. You know, it's you probably it's, have to shave the goatee a little bit. It's just, I it's it's odd. It's just an odd uh, odd fetish to be a part of. I find most of them peculiar you know what i mean like that they don't seem to add i don't i don't i don't i guess the problem i have is is how do you have that conversation like honey i got an idea like uh, i don't know what we're doing this weekend but let's try to clear away uh, some space because i got a few things i want to discuss how (laughs) how do you go from point a to point b to actualization of any of these things well it's a slow slow process i Mm. mean uh, not everybody is going to be into what you're into and you have to kind of test the waters a little bit well so what like uh so they come home from work and there's a you got a bottle of human growth hormone and a set of diapers on the table you're like i've been watching some internet yes (laughs) i put this 50 foot diaper on and uh, take these pills i have questions (laughs) yes now their son no one's even thinking about right there what if you have the two fetishes the giantess and the diaper god can you imagine the mess that a 50 foot (laughs) 
I mean, you'd have to get those diapers yeah. in a Taylor rental or something. My goodness. <laughs> you need a bobcat to clean that up after. Oh, God. <laughs> a skid steer. Yeah. Where's your skid steer? I need to clean this mess up. This is, uh, this is going to be a big How one. apropos. Yeah, we'll have to call in a construction company to take care of our, uh, our own things. Dave Minor Home Improvement's all, always here to remove your... Your human waste uh, for your human waste needs. I think you'd rather be. I think you'd rather replace your roof. Instead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you done all your Christmas shopping yet? No. You? Uh, more or less. I'm I'm awaiting Amazon to deliver the rest of the goods, and then I can then I can be okay. Yeah. Uh, we're about ten days away from Christmas, so if your holiday shopping is not coming along, if you're out buying gifts uh, for the trash collector, you might be doing pretty good. You know. Tipping, tipping the delivery guy, or tipping the trash man, or tipping the mailman. Do you do you do that? Do you tip your uh, uh, mailman? I I, I I I trash. I don't think I do. Which honestly, really bothers me now. I'm thinking about because like the trash man is probably the most uh, important yeah. service that you get from the city, right? I, I tape his gifts to the bottom of the uh, of the receptacle. <laughs> the There's like four or five years worth of old gifts yeah. that he hasn't uh, he hasn't grabbed. I don't know why. It must be something I've done. You know what? I, I, I get his tip and I just go to his house and I throw it across the driveway, yeah. halfway across the driveway. <laughs> My, dent it all up. Yeah, you go get it. Hey, I got you this tin of cookies to smash it all <laughs> up and then hand it to him. Here you go. My uh, my mother used to tip the, uh, the mailman by giving him a bottle of Old Spice cologne because Apparently that was a hot gift back in the early '80s. That was your that was your mom making her making a run at the mailman. Wow. Well, my dad, did your dad wear Old Spice? No, no, no. My, my dad, dad had like bottles, and bo- when, when we cleaned out the house, there was all these like collector bottles yeah, yeah. of Old Spice. One was shaped like a lighthouse. Uh, one was like a ship. Oh one yeah, it was like all these different uh, things, and it was the commemorative Christmas gift because that's the only thing we knew what to get my dad every year. Was but apparently that was the only gift my mother knew how to get for a man because she would give it to the post office guy, too. Listen, Old Spice, British Sterling, High Karate, all high those, karate. All those no, were, were around the Baxendale house. I like High Karate. High Karate was not uh, yeah. was not the worst. I, uh, you know what? I, I was a Drakkar guy when I was in high school. You know what? I was a Drakkar guy, too. And we yeah. we yeah. all had the, Dr- the Drakkar. I had that, like, in college. What about Polo? Pole. Uh, yes, once in college, I had a bottle of pole, and then I had Curve. Do you remember Curve? I don't. No, Liz Claiborne. Really? Curve. No. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, the problem with Polo is it smelled terrific. Yeah, but it smelled like everybody, and that yes. was that's what yeah. destroyed Polo. Well, everybody was wearing it. My problem with your car. So in in high school, all of a sudden, I had real bad acne. Yeah, which wasn't like a thing really in my family, and I went to countless dermatologists i was on tetracycline minocycline all retina they gave me all these things for 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 acne never could figure out and then one day it went away when i was like getting ready for college it like went away and i used to get it like on my neck on my face and uh i go to college whatever you know this is only maybe two years ago, three years ago i'm cleaning out my childhood bedroom and i find a bottle of your car and i'm like oh my god I haven't had your car in years. Right. So I do this, did the dash dash yeah. thing, and I put it on. And I wake up the next day, I got acne on my face. I'm yeah. like, yeah. son of a gun! I spent four years of my childhood yeah, trying to was, figure uh, out what was wrong with me, and it I was just a, 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 a car. I was just allergic to your car. Okay, but you're also applying 25 year old car, and I don't think this that's true. Yeah. I don't this think that's true. right. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, 25-year-old well, Dracar is still good Dracar. <laughs> yes. No, it's, it's it, not. Does it age well? It does not age it well. Not no. like a fine wine. What about no. Polo? Or, uh, None of that stuff ages no. well. Stetson. Was the one uh, my brother used to wear that? Uh, that was early eighties guy. Yeah, he, so Stetson the, guy, you can yeah. tell the yeah. di- di- different generations. Stetson. They used to the commercials like you're a Stetson yeah. man. Yeah. My uh, my grandmother once gave me the Aqua Velva Christmas gift pack. It all had, uh, like all the whole rainbow co- uh, you know collection oh. of uh, of uh, of scents had the blue, the green, the brown, and the red. Everywhere all over North Attleboro smelled you coming from oh, a mile away. I know. <laughs> the, the Dollar Tree used to sell this stuff called macho cologne. I like it. Yeah, macho, macho, macho. Which uh, what are you wearing? Yeah, I'm wearing macho, macho. Yeah, it smelled like uh, I don't know, like a like a really nasty bar, uh, almost like mingles, like on a oh. Friday night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you never had mingles? Yeah. Oh, uh, I said, yeah, oh no, I've that's shingles. Yeah, it never mind. Like shingles. Shingles. Musk and Valtrex. <laughs> no, I got shingles from mingles. Sm- yeah. Smells like Old Spice high karate and, and shit. STD. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. So uh, anyway, in a, in a new survey. Oh. <laughs> said. Uh, we are uh, It's in a new survey. 89% of Americans say they bought gifts for people at the very last minute. Not surprisingly, those are not uh, your significant other or you wouldn't admit to it. Uh, 32% have bought last minute gifts for friends. 27% have gone down to the wire to get gifts for extended family. And 17% say they've shopped late for their siblings. Uh, 13% of people say they uh, run out and get small last-minute gifts Hmm. uh, for postal carriers and trash collectors, and 5% have picked up a present for their kids' teachers right before the school's holiday break. I don't know. The problem is if you start getting gifts for one person... Then it's like, who's, who is, where's the hierarchy of who's important in your life or not? You get your kid's teacher one, then you got to get, well, what if the kid has five teachers? That's was that in my in my life. I don't know how your family's or in my family. It was always about kids, holidays with kids. So it was awesome when you were a kid, right? But as soon as you were an adult, that was it. Like you didn't get like my brother and I got gifts for each other up until like our early twenties, and that was it. Yeah. Other than that, it's just you get gifts for the kids. That's it. Yeah, I don't get gifts for adult friends. No, no I I don't either. No, I mean I can see Duke and the mail carrier twenty bucks. Here you go, buddy. Go go buy yourself a beer after. Well, I don't have a mail carrier. I have uh, uh, a post office to go. Uh, so who's yeah. tipping me for going to pick for that going up? to pick yeah, up yeah, your like, own? It's like mail. that Walmart self checkout park Christmas party <laughs> they were having tonight. <laughs> yeah, because you, you work there. You guys are like uh, you're not quite there yet, either one of you. But you're you're about to be when your kids become old enough, where the only gift that they need is cash. That's cash, man. Money. That takes that takes the hardship out of all of it. It just makes you, things so much more simple. You don't. You mean you don't have to spend. Uh, Half your day searching around for one stupid thing that is the always the hardest thing to find. No, I don't need uh. Uh, my kids. Don't need Furbies. They don't need Cabbage Patch Kids. They don't need any of that stuff. But cash, they'll take that. I'll, I'll tell you a story. Uh, my kid one year wanted a Barbie Dream House, so I was like, "Yeah, I got it. I get the Barbie Dream House. I'll get it. I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. It's yeah. done. Take whatever other little stuff you pick it up. I get the Barbie Dream House. Five hundred dollars later." No, how about this? I, I, it comes to like, whatever it is, four days, five days before Christmas. I go to get the Barbie Dreamhouse. See him everywhere, advertised everywhere. No, no, that's not the Barbie Dreamhouse she wants. She wants the Barbie Smart House. It's a Smart House Dreamhouse that's connected to the internet and does all this cool stuff. And everything oh else. my oh, god! For- and you can't find them anywhere. You can get one on the internet for two thousand three hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
I went to every Toys R Us in Connecticut. Finally, at midnight in in West Hartford or something, I'm at the Toys and the guy's like, buddy, I don't know what to tell I go, I, I need to get this for my kid. The guy's like, let me go into the inventory system. He pulls it. He goes, we have one. Okay. It is in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I go, can you call the guy right now? And he goes, all right. So he calls the guy, tells the guy, hey, man, we got to help this guy out, blah, blah, blah. The guy goes, well, we, you know we have the rule. We can't ship it store to store now this close to Christmas. So he'd have to pick it up. And I can only hold it for 24 hours. Oh, my God. You didn't do it. You didn't go. I drove to just outside Philadelphia yeah. and got a Barbie Smart Dream House and almost got robbed of it because someone saw me with it in the line. Yeah. I went up and they got it from the manager's office, brought it down. And this lady's like, Oh, babe, I think you. I think you should be giving that to us. And I was like, "Listen to me. I will fight all. I don't know you're from. You're from Philly. You think you're tough? I'll fight all of you to the death right now. This is coming home with me. <laughs> oh, my. So that's like that's like a five six hour drive to Philadelphia. Yeah, it was about fourteen hours total in the car. Oh my god. And then I give it, and of course she's super happy, but she's a little. She's like Santa. Did I'm like, yeah. oh, that's Santa. Uh, look at <laughs> oh, that Santa's great, isn't he? Dad's gonna take a lap. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> You big hero, you. Wow. No, no, Santa was a big hero. You drove all the way to, uh, or Santa drove all the way to King of Prussia, Pennsylvania? Santa drove all the way to King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. Wow. How about that? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a little over the top. I don't think I would go that far. You know, that was at the age where. Apparently you don't love your children the way Marty does. No, that was at the age, you know, like a certain, well, I told you, Christmas is always the big thing in my house, you know, and that, that for kids you know and that yeah. was she was right in that wheelhouse of the age where christmas yeah is the thing you know now she gives you a list of 155 different things and i go hey, i try to get as much as i can off the list you know it meanwhile like, christmas dinner consisted of you splitting one single pea between all of you <laughs> i never got that either. <laughs> you didn't like, have enough money after you spent it on the barbie dream house. i never got that either like the like the families with the big christmas turkey and all that stuff like we used to have like lasagna all right, we got to wrap this up. It's, yeah. uh, it's 23 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news I'm Rock 102. All done with your show. 7.54 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, Scott Zolak will be joining us in just a few minutes. I'm pretty sure we're talking about football. Oh, boy. Football? Yes, football. There's lots to talk about. We'll or, talk about Belichick. We'll talk about uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, we'll talk well, about that, that, Bailey Zappi. Yeah, I don't care about any of those other people. Taylor Swift is where it's at. Who... <laughs> Who's going to be, uh, you know, uh, apparently she, he was supposed to propose to her, but uh, I don't think Bill that Belichick's going to propose to Taylor Swift? No, uh, Travis Kelsey. Oh. Travis Kelsey. Oh, well, yeah, but I don't know. I didn't hear any uh, other news about that. That was supposed to be her birthday surprise. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to bet he's going to wait until Christmas. That's, that's so? a, Yeah, because, I mean, that's, uh, that's how you ruin Christmas for a whole family. When you, you going to draw propose? the attention to somebody else? Uh, he was unable to travel with her for her birthday because oh, he was yeah. obviously preparing for a game. So, so sad. Uh, but, uh, hey, uh, I could see him proposing on Christmas Christmas morning. You, you think that it's going to be this soon? Yeah, I think it's going to be this soon. I don't. You don't think so? I, I think this is the real thing. You think so? Oh, my God, yes. This is the real deal. They're going to get married. They're going to last for a couple of years, and they'll get divorced. She'll write a whole new era album. There will be a great be, album. Yeah, yeah it'll be yeah. a whole box set. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, they, you know, they say, uh, do you ever hear of the, uh, the boyfriend effect or the girlfriend effect? No. 
when, when you're a when you're a man and you start dating a girl, uh, you tend to look better to all the other women. Oh, that's already happened. All these women are the, he's like a sex yeah, symbol now. Well, the opposite happens for a woman. When she gets a man, she starts to look. You know, the theory is she starts to look uh, worse than she did when she was single. Really? Yeah. So it's like this. Uh, I think it's one of these like insole suppression uh, you know, type I, of theories. That I mean, I still on. think Taylor Swift's a pretty girl. I, that's another thing. I never looked at her like a sex symbol. You know, they always talk about her in the. Yeah, no, the, she's you know, she's never really been like a. My yeah, God, she's a, she's yeah. a pretty she's a pretty girl and she's yeah. very talented. That's what I think of when I think of her. See, when I look at her uh, approximate net worth, to me, she looks more and more attractive like, with yes. every increasing dollar. Yeah, she just made a billion dollars on this last tour. All, so. all I've ever wanted was for her to just say, just say, she didn't even have to meet me. Just say she was dating me for a couple of hours. Oh, you'll be good. And oh then, yeah, and then uh, the money will just start coming in. You'll be set for life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could tell my story. About how she told me she would be my girlfriend for a couple hours, and then she dumped me. Yeah. And she wrote a song about it. You know, if you had been smart as uh, Travis Kelsey and made her a friendship bracelet, that could have happened. It could have very well been. You know, but you, you are in radio know. too, yeah, buddy. Yeah. You know, you, you're in her business. That and the other stack of five hundred thousand creepy old men. That would have been perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I can't offer her anything in this particular line of radio. We're a classic <laughs> rock station. All most of our artists are dead. Listen. <laughs> If you called her and you said, I need you to remake it, if you remake a Skinner album, I'll have you on 16 times a, a day, she would be like, I need the streaming money. That's fine. I'll, re I'll remake a Skinner album. Yeah. Uh, give me three steps. Can you yeah. uh, redo Give Me Three Steps? Yeah. It's Taylor's version? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think we I think we can make it happen. I know? honestly think that's a great idea. She should do a cover of all, like in a cover album of all classic rock. Singles. I think that would. I think that would. And, and Dolly huge. Dolly Parton just did it. Did she? Yeah, she did a bunch of rock songs. But you know that's my point. But Taylor doing it would expose a whole new audience yeah. to this. Yeah, sure. To, uh, little Led Zeppelin, Aerosmith, uh, yeah. CCR. Oh, but yeah. you know, there's enough love ballads out there where she could. She could easily do that. Cover a whole album. You know. It's yeah. uh, seven fifty-eight. <laughs> Scott Zolak up in just a few minutes at Rock 102. I love the nines. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock-solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, the game of basketball is very simple. You have a ball, you have a basket. The object of the game is to place the ball inside the basket in a frequent manner. There are other rules, too. Traveling, clock violations, the double dribble, what have you. But by and large, any mouth-breathing idiot can figure out the basics of the game without that much difficulty. Unfortunately, there are those who simply do not understand the simplicity of the game and bring it upon themselves to make basketball a far more complicated affair than it should be. For example, yesterday, the NBA imposed an indefinite suspension of Draymond Green of Golden State Warriors for striking Yusef Nurkic of the Phoenix Suns right in the face on Tuesday night. That by itself would not be enough to whip out an indefinite suspension. But when it's your third suspension of the year and you still have about two months away from the All-Star break, then perhaps you might have a little problem with impulse control. Either way, the NBA has suspended Green for his repeated history of unsportsmanlike behavior. Of course, the NBA didn't consider all the other uh, suspensions he had in his career, 18 in all during just 11 years of NBA play, the most by any active player in the league. So there's a chance that sportsmanship isn't really the man's primary objective. But here's the thing about playing like a goon in the NBA. 
By being given an indefinite suspension, Draymond Green will be losing $154,000 per game, but that's only if the indefinite suspension is 20 games or less. If it goes beyond that, Green will lose nearly $203,000 per game. Folks, if my questionable behavior could lead to that sort of abrupt financial hardship, I think you'd be incredibly surprised by how quickly I would start learning about the finer points of good sportsmanship. Like, my fist-wielding aggression would be immediately replaced by positive affirmations, team-building, and quickly imposed sense of community that we're all this together. Because, you see, I'm willing to learn from my financial mistakes, and losing large gobs of cash of my weekly income would certainly be a prime motivator in that process. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. You know, you go to the South Hadley Rockies, I bet you're going to see Nicole there. I bet Nicole knows who you are, too. Nicole's at the register at Rockies in South Hadley. Been there for eight years. So if you're thinking about a Rockies gift card or something else, go see Nicole. Good people, rock solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8-12, and Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny and 37 today, sunny and 51 tomorrow. It's 23 in downtown Springfield, but man, will the sun be shining at Gillette Stadium on Sunday when the biggest game to hit New England comes when Taylor Swift makes an appearance in the box. <laughs> on the phone this right now to talk about uh, Taylor Swift and probably some Patriots stuff too with Scott, <laughs> Scott Zolak. How you doing, Scott? Yeah, good. I can't believe you put me on hold three minutes and listen to that song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and, and when I should have been playing Taylor oh, Swift all along. Oh, listen. Listen, Scott. Oh, my God. I hate Petty. Yeah, just when you think you were getting down with the dirty liars and the dirty, dirty cheats of the world, you could have been getting down with this sick bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Stop. Uh, hey, so we got we got a lot to unpack here uh, this morning. Uh, earlier this week. Oh, do we? No, oh, no, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, we, do. Yeah, we do. We'll get right into the thick of it now. Uh, earlier this week, NBC, Bo- NBC uh, Boston reports that a decision has already been made that Bill Belichick is gone after this season is over with. Now, I don't know how you feel. I know how I feel. I don't believe anything until i actually see it because now we're talking about someone says i got an inside source well you know what you don't know who that inside source is it could be the guy cleaning the toilets in gillette stadium i don't know where this is coming from but everyone seems to be jumping all over it and to me it's like what 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 can anyone really extract from this uh i'm 100 with you um I don't believe a damn thing. I really don't. Yeah. Um, I'm around it. I'm around it close. The most impressive thing by covering this team for the 20 plus years that I have is they don't talk. Uh, and you know, after the fact, we knew it was bad at the end with Tom and and Bill and you know Gronkowski didn't like it here at the end and there's stuff. Nothing said until it's done and it's over. Nobody talks. That's that's how they've kept it together so long. And you don't just respect each other and. It, and there's a lot of that. I mean, Robert respects Bill. Bill respects Robert. He's the best owner. Bill's the best head coach. Yeah, do, do all things come to an end? Yeah, absolutely. Relationships, relationships don't last 24 years. But the best thing they've done over that time is not talk about others' business. I, and it could be a report. Somebody could be close to the team saying this. But that doesn't mean Robert, Jonathan, and Bill say it because those are the only three people that know. And, and, and you know, even if... 
even if someone did talk out of turn, I think you're right. I don't think anybody on that team has any idea what's going to happen. That includes Gerard Mayo. I don't think he has any clue what they're what they're going to decide. He doesn't know. No, yeah. and I think ultimately what may happen, the only scenario that to me makes any kind of sense is that you hire a general manager and allow Bill Belichick at least one more year to, to, to do something with this team. Well, we know it's the talent problem. That's the easiest thing to right. dissect through all this. And go back five weeks. Who the hell wasn't effing pissed off coming from Germany? Six-hour flight. <laughs> right. Awful interception. <laughs> I mean, the, who, who wasn't ready to just, just you know, take a bomb and throw it on that thing at that point? You know, it, it just seems like a little bit of the tide has turned here where the team's not quitting. You see guys busting their ass. The defense is playing really well. Jabril Peppers and company are playing great. And all of a sudden you made the, the change of quarterback. You're, you're moving the ball now on offense. Let's see what happens the next couple weeks. That doesn't mean Bill Belichick needs three weeks to determine whether or not he's back. I mean, I do think in the back of your mind, you either know he's coming back or not. Um, but his job never's gonna hang, is never going to hang on, oh, well, how they perform these three weeks. He's got enough over 24 years to yeah. show you. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, and Bob Kraft, uh, you know, he's a guy who was married for, what, 52 years? So he's not exactly a, he's not exactly a quiddick guy, you know what I mean? And he's got 24-year yeah, track record of uh, excellence with Bill, you know, the best run in the history of the game. I, 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 I could not see him not, not only maybe not moving on, but not allowing for somebody to even uh, an inkling of this to get out to anyone. It just seems like it's an attempt for clickbait. If you ask me, well, I mean, everybody's looking for the story, and everybody wants this story too. Right? Um, you know, there's some crazy ass owners out there. Uh, you got Mark Davis who gets bowl haircuts every week. You know, he pulls the trigger and fires <laughs> Josh McDaniels in ten months. I mean, it's it's crazy. Like, yeah. When you establish a program, you need you need a good three plus years to get your people in there to get in to what you want to do and how you want to run it. You you got to give these guys some time. And you know, some of these owners panic, and you look at what's going on on in Carolina. Uh, how many different head coaches they've had? Uh, I think six over the course of these last four, three or four years, but you got to include the interim head coaches. There's there's no chance for any team to succeed when you when you run your organization that way. And you know, I mean, obviously nothing nothing is going to be decided over the course of a, like one win after like you know losing you know five games in a row. But you right. know what? The Patriots played fairly solid. Uh, you know, last Sunday against the Steelers. And I understand you know, the Steelers are hardly the team they used to be, and there's lots of problems over there. But Bailey Zappi had three touchdown passes. That hasn't been done in an awful long time in New England. And you know what? If you are going to be encouraged by anything, look at that game again and give it a real critical eye because there were some good things yeah. that happened in that game. Yeah, you had no Demario Douglas, no Keyshawn Booty, no Devontae Parker, no Ramondre Stevenson. So you're, 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 you're offensive guys that had the most firepower were not available, and Bailey still made those. Those weren't just fluke throws. There were about four or five great throws in that yeah. game. The throws to Hunter Henry for the touchdowns were unreal. Zeke Elliott played his ass off. So that's a, like that's the whole point of there's no one quitting on on Bill. You know, most teams like this, 3-10 and 10 in, you, you just quit on the season. I don't want to play. I don't want to get hurt. You know, and you don't see that with them. Do you, I have a question. Do you think that Bill and, and, and uh, Robert – uh, every year at the end of the season, have kind of a recap and talk about personnel going forward a little bit. Like, do you think like oh, the yeah. okay? So so like, do you think that it's a potential that maybe, let's say, Bill said, look, I don't think Mac Jones has it, and Robert said, look, he's our guy for this year, whatever. And worst comes to worst, however we finish, 
we have cap space in, in 24 and we we'll, you know we'll have better draft or whatever it's not a, we're not tanking it but uh, it's more of a rebuild season. You can't put a public face on that. You just got to go out there and do it. And then, and then, of course, the wheels fall off the bus with Mac Jones. Of course, Bob Kraft knows behind the doors maybe that Bill Bill said he wasn't the guy. Um, and maybe, maybe you know. The, the, the problem with the perception of that is it's, it's a bust of a number one pick. So there's another number one pick that didn't work out. Right. And that doesn't bode well for Bill or if Robert in that war room wanted to take him. You did need a quarterback. There was no plan a quarterback post Cam Newton, um, post Tom Brady. We, you didn't bring anybody in. Yeah. Um, so it's almost like gun to the head. You were forced to take the pick. He fell to the 15, fifth quarterback off the board. Well, we've got to take one at some point. Might as well take him. But did, and, uh, go ahead. You know, this year they got the cap space, right? Couldn't they get like a vet, like a oh, yeah. almost like a Cousins or something like that? Get a great draft pick, have him have him behind him for a year, and 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 go for that way. They they have they're lined up to be a, a, a powerhouse as far as talent wise goes next year, right? They're in a pretty pretty enviable position, I would I would guess. Well, they got to spend a lot of money. You got to decide what you want to do with tight ends. You know, none of the tight ends are signed back. I bring back Hunter Henry. You got to sign back Michael Wenu. You need a left tackle. Uh, you know, receivers, what are we going to do there? I'd take Marvin Harrison Jr. or the tackle from uh, Notre Dame, the 6'8", 340-pound kid. Yep. And I would do what you said, bring, bring in a veteran guy. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not sold on all these quarterbacks coming out. You know, I'm a little off on Caleb. Uh, Drake May seems okay to me, but he's young. He's a sophomore coming out. I don't like Bo Nix. And Michael Penix, who I do like, he's 26, but he's got two knee injuries. You know, so there's always something with each individual guy. There's no surefire – Andrew Luck or Pete Manning in this draft. Right. So let me, let me ask you something, uh, kind of getting off the, the draft here for a little bit, because this is something that's going on in the NFL all week, and a lot of people have been talking about it. I want to kind of get your thoughts on it. So uh, the Kansas City Bills game uh, on, on Sunday ends real, real badly. You know, Travis Kelsey does this, yep. uh, this, this great play towards the end, but it gets called back because Kadarius Toney is, uh, is uh, over the line. Yeah. <sighs> A lot of complaints are, are on the officiating in in that situation because they because the Chiefs feel that they that, that Tony should have gotten a warning or asked for you know a, a ruling. Am I off off the line? He's clearly you know in in the uh, past the line as a quarterback who's been in the league for a long long time. Are the Chiefs yeah. right about this, or are they just? Is it just sour grapes because they wind up losing a, a, out on a great play from uh, Travis Kelsey? They're, they're completely wrong. They embarrassed themselves after the game, and I, I can't believe the way Andy Reid handled it. You know, he said the NFL is an embarrassment, and and you know he they keep going back to six inches. He was a half a freaking yard over yeah. it, like you couldn't see the ball. And if you look at the pool report, Bill always defers to the pool report. Go to the ref, ask the ref. And uh, I think it was Carl Sheffer's uh, uh, unit who had it. And he said, uh, they were warned throughout the game, this one was so egregious, we had to call it. Which is, if you look at the still shot, now all of a sudden the tackles are in the backfield. So they got more issues. They're a poorly coached team. Um, and the sad thing is both he and Mahomes took it to the podium about a half hour after the game, which meant they were still talking about it and pissed about it. Like, that's the time where you got to let all that crap go away. You know, Bill and Tom would always get to the podium. By that time, they're not going to say something that's going to hurt the team or put somebody in jeopardy. And uh, that's the saddest thing for those two because they've been so impeccable since they all came together. I, I, it's Marty again. I got a question about that, uh, Scott. Um, 
Is there any chance that uh, both of them took it to the podium? Because if they change the dialogue of the press and the country right now to, can you believe how wrong they were? No one's talking about their young receiving core and and yeah. erasing the confidence of their receivers. Almost like jumping on their grenade for their guy, you know? I think it's I think it's why you saw the frustration from Mahomes, you know, trying to go after him after the game. Like I think he's so upset with what a bonehead uh, rockhead that 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 Kadarius Tony is, and he's not getting any other help other than Kelsey. It's his worst receiving crew he's had in years. Uh, Mar- uh, Valdez Scantley dropping that deep post, which would have been a win earlier in the year. Yeah. Uh, Tony dropped five balls week one against Miami. I, like they've had a bad year. Uh, they're they're a five loss team that's reeling. They're there are two losses in a row, and I think it, it, Mahomes is starting to feel the heat a little bit. And it's going to be, you know, everything, everything's been roses for him. He hasn't had that type of adversity. You know, he hasn't played a playoff game away from Arrowhead Stadium, Arrowhead. So it's the first time uh, in his career that he's going to have to play a playoff game away from Arrowhead. And we'll see how he handles it. All right. Well, Kansas City, New England on uh, yeah. Sunday. It's going to be the uh, perfect night yeah. to dress up like hipsters and make funny your exes and uh, <laughs> breakfast at midnight, <laughs> falling in love with strangers. And I don't know about you, but I'm feeling the score is going to be 22 Kansas. <laughs> Nothing Patriots. Why are you going to be so mean? Man, he's not there playing football anymore, all but he have, still delivers a touchdown. To do, all we have to do offensively is avoid that blank, blank space on that oh, floor. Oh, 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 Scott, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, all right, if we get any heat on that offense, maybe sparks will fly. I'll see you. Uh, right. <laughs> Scott Zolak with Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. Live in concert, Saturday nights at 9 on Rock 108. Back to Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Dan Brown will give you the forecast because he's uh, he's waiting. He's just waiting to do it. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, just so uh, everybody is clear, there's a uh, comedy show with dinner tonight in a, uh, at the Loft Comedy Club for 25 bucks what? because it's a special show. It's a special show. Yoshi Obiashi from uh, Joe Rogan Experience, HBO Showtime, uh, Tom Segura's Your Mom's House podcast. He is going to be in town. i got a great lineup. Uh, there is a Smokehouse Maple Chicken with Rice Pilaf mm. and Buttered Corn, which mm. is the real star Ooh. of the show. Um, and it's going to be one heck of a good time. So instead of uh, coming home from work and being like, eh, let me let me cook, let me slave over a stove, you know, why don't for the price of basically a meal deal at a Subway or a Chipotle, why don't you come out and get yourself a nice, uh, well well cooked meal and uh, and have some laughs. Now, listen to you sell the sizzle of that pro- hey, of that babe. whole hey, stage program. It's got to be a good night. Yeah, you know, yeah. really good. Yeah, I'll tell I you like though, it. I, it's been a good run the last month or so, right? I mean, it's been super fun. Well, it's um, only because I've been there. That's yeah, listen, you you kicked <laughs> not it off to toot the first my own around. not to toot my own horn, which I will. Toot, 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 Yeah, no, you you kicked it off with that first time that you came through, and then the yeah. the, the weather changed, the crowd started coming. You delivered last week. You did great. So now uh, you know we're uh, we're moving on. We're getting bigger, better. You, you bring up the toot, toot, and the beep, beep. I'm all the R. Kelly without the urine. Uh, <laughs> oh God. oh God. Just the vinegar. Yeah, yeah, right, just right. the vinegar. But you got the spacious clock. Oh, yeah, so you got yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. There you go. We got news next for Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass news. 8:33 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a five thousand dollars sign-on bonus right now 
Learn more, GaryRomeHunting.com slash family. Is local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, you know, now I got uh, ignition remix in my uh, in my head. Give me some of that. Toot toot. You go beep beep. beep. Running your head. Yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. We we got this S bouncing baby. <laughs> that that's whatever how. happened to that guy? Hey, you know what? He got him. <laughs> Just nostalgic. Oh, yeah. He was great. What? Are, oh, oh, he yeah. was so good. He, uh, <laughs> I think he had uromycetosis. Really? I, I heard he was involved uh, in some children's charities. Uh, I'm not even sure. I'm I don't know. I'm not sure if he if he if he was or not. But uh, I don't think he's going to be around for. Uh, if for a if while. anyone could have saved himself some trouble by having a diaper fetish, it was that guy. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> a uh, Worcester federal jury has found two former Massachusetts State Police troopers guilty of conspiracy and fraud in connection with an overtime pay scheme, according to the Mass. U.S. Attorney's Office. Former Sergeant William. Robertson, uh, 61, of Westboro, and former Lieutenant Daniel Griffin of Belmont were each convicted of one count of conspiracy, one count of concerning a federal program, and four counts of wire fraud. They were indicted by a federal grand jury back in December of 2020. From 2015 through 2018, Griffin, Robertson, and other troopers at state police headquarters in Framingham conspired to steal thousands of dollars in overtime pay. Uh, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office, they said uh, they did so regularly by arriving late to and leaving early from overtime shifts, which is pretty much how everybody else in the uh, country does their overtime. I don't know. I mean, state cops yeah. in, in an overtime scandal? I thought I'd never uh, live to see the day. Shocks. As a result, Knocked me over with a feather. As a result, from 2015 through 2017, Griffin made just under $675,000. Okay. All right, all right. Now, yeah. you, now it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was thinking maybe uh, yeah. three, dollars $4,000 yeah. or something like that. No, six hundred and seventy-five dollars in two years. How too. dumb are you where you're like, yeah, gee, you sound, oh, I made five times what the governor made this year. Yeah. Uh, that might set off a couple of whistles, uh, a couple what, of bells. What do they say? The highest paid state employee is... Uh, Usually the head basketball coach yeah, exactly. at Major State University. Yeah. Well, or I think the president of UMass, uh, that, uh, Dr. The, Subswami. Uh, yeah, he makes a good... like yeah. $800,000, $900,000. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little more responsibility than director in road work. I mean, the thing I don't understand is... okay. <laughs> You, you can't be stupid and be a, a state cop. I mean, you have, no. it's a, it is a very, very difficult job. It's not easy to get, and when you get it, good for you. Right. At what point do you say, I wonder if all this overtime I'm getting is going to cause any red flags? Yeah, probably. I mean, I would, I would think at some point you yeah. say, all right, I need to start saying no. That, that's what I was going to say. Like, once you're... Like what? What? Once you're around a quarter million, you're probably like, I don't want to be the top guy on that list. I don't want to be the the highest blade of grass, if you will. Yeah. But it's like these guys just went for it. They must have been like their last year before retirement or whatever. That's the other thing you got to keep in mind. As a retiree, you get paid like what is it, seventy or eighty percent of your top three years? Is is mass it's like uh, Connecticut? Eighty. Eighty percent. Eighty percent of your top three years. So you're going to tell me your last couple of years you cranked that thing up to half a million dollars and that's how you retire yeah. and no one's going to say anything about it? Right. And and, and no pun intended, but uh, pigs get fat and, and hogs get slaughtered. Yes. These uh, piggies turned into hogs <laughs> by the time, they, by the time they did What are you it. trying to say, Steve? Uh, I'm just saying uh, the troopers involved in the scheme were part of the state police traffic division and the overtime shifts were funded by federal grants intended to improve traffic safety. As part of the scheme, uh, Griffin made and approved false entries on forms and other documentations to perpetuate the fraud. 
When the overtime scheme came to light a few years ago, Griffin Robinson and their co-conspirators tried to hide their misconduct by shredding and burning internal records. Oh, there you uh, go. There at, you go. Uh, at one, yeah. Oh, what's all this confetti over well, here? <laughs> that's when you know it's going bad when you find yourself yeah. over a shredder. <laughs> uh, yeah. At one point, state police leadership inquired about the missing forms, and Griffin reacted by submitting a memo claiming the forms were quote inadvertently discarded or misplaced during office moves. Additionally, uh, Griffin often spent hours in which he was making regular state police and overtime pay running his security business. Night Protection Services are also known as Night Pro. Uh, Despite making nearly $2 million in Night Pro revenue from 2012 Uh. to 2019, he also hit over $700,000 of that income from the IRS. In a separate case last month, Griffin pleaded guilty to defrauding a private school uh, two of his children attended. This guy is just like crazy. He also he did so by concealing his Night Pro income and filing financial aid applications, which understand understated his income and assets by hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, you're you're breaking in that much money, and you're worried about paying the tuition at your kid's school. Like that just seems a little. Like, <laughs> but that's that mentality. Like yeah. certain, you know. Listen, most cops are just hardworking guys, and you know what? They should be able to work overtime and get ahead. Their kids sure. go to college and do whatever. And, and you know what? I don't think anyone cares if they their buddy pencils them out for a half hour here, or a half hour there, or whatever. But six hundred fifty thousand, yeah, yeah, you're making they, two million on something else. But, you, you, you're asking for it at but, that. Point. But I've always said this since the beginning. All of the ones that were above these guys, because these guys were supervisors, right? And so obviously there was some supervision. People knew about this, what was sure. going on. And many of these overtime things are you're literally talking about maybe a couple of thousand dollars in in, in violations of, of this thing. However. All those people who were in charge of the state police, like the colonel and, and yeah. you know, the second in command, or well, I don't know what the ranks are up there, but uh, all those people got golden parachutes and they were able to retire and nobody got dragged into an investigation in that. That's the thing that's like, why are you going after all of these guys when you really should be going after the top to take them down, uh, you know? Yeah, but uh, also those, uh, you're the, if you're running the state police, you you it's not like you can just stick your finger into what's going on with the supervisor they have their own union so yeah. it's all union stuff and everything else so you know you're like eh, do i want to do i want to rock that boat or do i just you know i mean put my I, head in the sand? I can't imagine putting it overtime hours at this place i mean you know we're working up to four and a half hours a day yeah. dude you can't put a penny in of overtime here without somebody noticing that yeah i know we don't have that kind yeah. of money around here what are you doing did you miscalculate uh, uh, your fees? Can I uh, order some new pens? Pens? pens. We don't have money for pens. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we're out of toilet paper. The mental toilet paper. Yeah, we don't, we don't have one square per person well, all day. What, was one of you the ones telling me that at one point there was a guy here? I that, was just gonna say that. that okay, that when was, the, yeah, there the was big a, wigs came into town. The, he got, the CEO of this company came into town, and the, uh, the the one of the previous GMs that we had here uh, said, "You know what? We got to make this place look nice." Have have you really seen this building before? I don't know how you. <laughs> what are you gonna do? So, you know the lipstick on the pig mentality. Yeah, this uh, is the reason why we don't normally yeah. offer tours of the place. So he he made the assistant go out and go get like the bougie toilet paper because all we have now is that like stuff that tears. Uh, yeah. Like like yeah. match paper. Uh, <laughs> it's it's used it's used to start campfires. Yeah, it's a, it's a low grit sandpaper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's it's like uh, dryer lint is right. what it what it's more like. But anyway, he he made the. It, 
it made the assistant go out and and stock all the bathrooms with like Cottonelle, you know, like the like the the, the really you know the Mister Whipple, uh, yeah, whatever like, yeah. that is. And uh, the guy never even used the bathroom while he was here. Uh, well, yeah. as I say, that guy was praying that he, he was probably. We have some chili in the break room. You want to try some chili? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just hoping yeah, that the yeah, guy has yeah. a moment where he's wiping, he's wiping his butt. And he's like, "This guy is definitely manager here. Yeah, <laughs> what oh. a pleasant wipe this is. Look oh. at this. Well, well, it's like I'm, it's like I'm cleaning myself off with sofa cushions. <laughs> hey, uh, the station's been number one in the market for thirty years. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't even know that, but what a wipe I had when yeah, I was yeah, there. Yeah, it was yeah. a, it's <laughs> definitely a one-wipe station. Wow, this is how I know revenue's going really well at our <laughs> right. stations when we yeah. go and they have the bougie toilet paper. It's a two building. for Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, two yeah. squares yeah. of toilet paper. Uh, uh, but at least we. Uh, well, I'm not gonna. Uh, uh, <laughs> candidates filed November campaign finance reports this month, providing a look back on fundraising and spending in the Springfield mayoral race. Mayor Dom Dom far outraised oh. and outspent his opponent, attorney uh, and city councilor Justin Hurst. Sarnall also spent about three times as much money campaigning in 2023 than Hurst as well. Uh, this year, Sarno spent $550,000, while Hearst spent roughly $185,000. Mm. Whatever that making up for the fish sandwiches. You know, that's the, a lot. That, that's a lot How of much? $180,000? $185,000 versus $550,000. Is that, what's that? A, is that, that 18,000 fish sandwiches? Uh, it's it's quite a bit <laughs> of fish sandwiches. Uh, in 2023, Sarno raised more than 280000 He started the year with three hundred in the bank. Uh, Sarno did not immediately reply a request for comment. Uh, Hearst raised 150000 in 2023, including nearly 7000 he loaned to his campaign in late October and early November. He uh, started the year with $37,000. See, but this is kind of the problem because, you know, while the Hearsts last week were, uh, were or last month were complaining that, uh, you know, they weren't getting enough support for within their own community. Oh, I saw that. You student. can't. It is almost impossible to beat an incumbent. In any in any political race, especially in Massachusetts, I mean, how how is any candidate supposed to go against you know that kind of money? It's really, I mean, it say no. what say what you want about who supported Justin Hurst or not. That's irrelevant when he's facing a, a, an incumbent with that much capital behind his campaign. I don't care who you are or what you have to say or what your points may be. That's a real tall order. Well, a hundred percent. And New Englanders hate change, right? If things are going fine, that's the, we'll just keep it down. That's always what I get when I go to the restaurant. That's what I get. I keep yeah. it, keep it. Things. It's almost the same with politicians in New England. They go, hey, the, the streets are clean. Dom Dom's doing a good job. My taxes aren't going up. Uh, that's fine. You have to make a very compelling case to knock them out. And when I read that, I read that dumb thing. I heard you guys talk a little bit about it on the air. I read yeah. that article, and one of the things that jumped out at me was. In throughout that whole article, and it was written by a father about his son, mm -hmm. there was nothing talking about the qualifications that I recalled where something jumped out of me that he was saying about my son, like my son did this and this and this and this, where I went, wow, wow, they really did miss out on this candidate. What basically, what basically I saw was, uh, this guy's bad, he's wiped. Uh, my yeah, black friend should report him. You're right. You're absolutely right. There was no substance to what this candidate offered. That you know, right, this other is than why he was black and this, why you should vote for him. Yeah, this is why you should vote for him because he wants to curb you know right. taxes in the city or or this and make a better life for you know the people around. 
it was a it was a this you didn't do it because you didn't like you didn't like us right and you know? good for uh, Talbot Swan or whatever the guy there yep. uh, for for answering the way Bishop, he answered Bishop Swan's whole intention yep. whole uh, intention of what he said on his radio show and in his uh, press yeah. release I completely agree with him yep totally agree uh, we have a guest uh, coming in here Ooh. so uh, we uh, will take a break and we'll come back and we'll uh, deal with that it's uh, twenty four in downtown Springfield I'm Steve Nagel and that's the news on Rock one hundred two oh yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 852 in Skinnerd with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Going to be sunny today with a high of 37. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 51. It's 24 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Cassie Doty from Hilltown Chic is here, and uh, it's good to see you. Good to see you guys. How are you? And uh, well, actually, uh, more importantly, uh, Frank is here. Frank is here. Uh, yeah, Frank yeah. is in the building. Not, not, not to say that you're not important, but uh, I think we're all in love with Frank here. Uh, Frank the yeah. dog. That's a good dog. It's kind of our everyday. Everyone's, uh, hey, Frank, and, oh, Frank's mom's here. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone kind of, like, uh, yeah, pushes you aside. All right, Cassie, nice to see you. Let's talk about Frank. Hey, Frank. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about Frank. You, you, you're, ra- you're raising some money for uh, the local animal shelters out in Westfield, right? Yep, so at the store uh, until Christmas, we're going to give 10% off your entire purchase. You bring any type of donation for the local animal shelters in Westfield. Today, actually, we're going to do something special um, in honor of you guys, because you're Frank's heroes. Ooh. Give uh, 20% of today's total sales in raffle prizes, gift cards, and donation to all the shelters to help raise money as wow. well. Oh, awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. the idea that uh, that Steve and I are, are uh, Frank's heroes, uh, Frank needs to get out more. I mean, if, that's, if he's uh, hanging his hat on uh, Steve and I being like superheroes, eh, you got to wonder about, uh, you know, you got to wonder about Frank's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's assaulting Marty. Oh, he is. <laughs> but he's having a good time over there. Yeah, yeah, Marty loves that stuff. After today, yeah, Marty okay. may be his hero. Could or, be. They, or they may be dating. I don't know. <laughs> One of the two. So, so for anyone who hasn't been to Hilltown Chic, it's actually a very cool store. Tell us a little bit about uh, what you guys got going on over there. So we opened in 2020 with the point of making everybody laugh and being able to shop affordably. Um, funny, unique gifts. People that have everything definitely don't have what we have in this store. There's different snarky, funny products. We kind of call it the Bad Moms Club. And we actually had a customer yesterday <laughs> let us know that it's her thought bubbles at work that she can't say out loud. Oh. Yeah. Uh, every time you post pictures of stuff in the store, I'm going, yeah, my wife would love all of that stuff. It's uh, great stuff. I want the shirt that says, drink up bitches. That's, a, that's always a good one. Or I'm fresh out of Fs for today from the coffee mug. Those are, we that's actually a nice have one. Uh, some good aprons. I rub my own meat and uh, oh. well hung. There you go. There There's you some go. of the popular. Nice. Very fancy. Father's Day, Christmas. Yeah. So this is, uh, so where is it? It's in Westfield, right? Yep. We're right across from the entrance to the hangar at 24 School Street with awesome. a lot of other local boutiques. The street's actually a lot of fun now. Yeah, and, right, I, cool. and uh, I, I, I'm assuming you're involved with some of the uh, the, the animal shelters in Westfield. Is there uh, a need now for this time of year for for those? Yeah, it's tough. A lot of people are going after you know wanting puppies and things like that for Christmas, and some of these animals don't find homes right away. How do so. you wrap a puppy up? In, do you have gift wrap for that at the store? I don't. I could yeah. figure it out. Maybe yeah. we'll try with Frank today. Yeah. It is uh, meet and greet until three o'clock. So I was I was by. led to believe you're not supposed to actually wrap 
live animals well, you in know, paper. Uh, off the air, uh, Cassie, you mentioned uh, that he had the, the, the outfit, the Cousin Eddie outfit. And, he uh, does. You go along with that because didn't the aunt uh, wrap up the cat in the box? Absolutely so we did. could wrap up a uh, yeah. dog in the box. Maybe Why that'll not? be today's photo shoot, actually. Could be, yeah. Could absolutely be. <laughs> does he eat Hamburger Helper all by itself? I don't know. We might have to try, though. Yeah, sounds pretty, pretty darn good. So 20% off today. Yep. And then 10% off until Christmas. Yep, when you bring a donation, but also 20% of today's sales, we're going to donate from us to the shelters. Now, what what kind of donations are you looking for? Purely monetary or items yep. or what specifically? You can bring anything. They need blankets, treats, toys, things to make them feel at home. You know, they do a nice job of setting up each room for these animals a little different with chairs, couches, cots. So... Some blankets and toys and stuff to keep them entertained would be really nice. So not like a Visa gift card or anything for a dog. I can't. They don't, I mean, have, a, they don't have like any pockets to put those in. What do, you, what do you think they are? Rock one or two managers? Yeah. <laughs> well, <I'm... laughs> they might go to Chewy.com, but if we do get some of those, those will go straight to the animal shelter so they can use it I, for I, something. I'm just having a hard time picturing Frank trying to use the chip card. At the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, tap it, Frank. Yeah. Tap it. Come on, Frank. That's all you got to do is just tap it in your mouth. There you go. I, I can tell you guys uh, firsthand, Cassie and I have been friends forever. Uh, she actually used to work at the uh, who, old comic. Who aren't you friends with? Uh, I, mean, I have yeah. a lot of friends. Yeah. You ever uh, met anybody yeah. for the very first time? No, but uh, we worked. We worked together at Cabin for years, right? Yeah. And Long time. When she opened her business, I went up there. Was uh, right around Christmas time, or yeah, and I went up ones. and I bought. I you don't expect that you're gonna like have so much, but I was buying stuff for myself because like this is hilarious. That's funny. This is great. This is there's all sorts. Do you still have the soaps and all that stuff yeah. too? She's got everything in the place. It's really, it's an awesome store. If you, honestly, it's worth it. I only met Cassie a few years ago, and she's my hero, hero, but I can't say why. <laughs> <laughs> but she knows. Yeah, she knows. When, when, she knows. when she says the dog, that yeah. we're the dog's heroes. Believe you me, yeah. we we praise you every single <laughs> every day, Cassie. Single day. Like you have no I idea. It. Thank and the funny you. part about it is, every time we see her, that's the thing we talk about. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> you have no idea. You have no idea. All right, so Hilltown Chic uh, again in uh, in Westfield, twenty uh, percent off uh, or twenty percent of sales today will go to the uh, Westfield Animal Shelters, and then ten percent for every day after that till Christmas, right? Yep. Awesome. Um, also, we are closing a little early today. Uh, it's our holiday party for my employees, and we're going to the Loft Comedy Club. Hey! Hey! Did you realize there's a, there's a comedy show and dinner for 25 yeah. bucks? I did. Actually, we already got all of our tickets, and we're heading there tonight. So we're going to close at 5 tonight. So really? we should get there early. Really excited, by the way, that you made a smart decision that more small business owners should make and said, hey, rather than rent out a place and do all this, I can just do uh, 25 bucks ahead, have dinner, and a great show for my staff. What a great idea. Yeah, it's, it's the perfect holiday gift to yeah, the people does, you care about. Does the staff have to pay for their own tickets, or are you covering they the them? They oh, uh, don't. Wow. Frank bought them, actually. Wow. Way yeah. to go, Frank. Frank. He's got He's Apple nice Pay. He's got Apple he Pay. Does. Pay. Yeah. Get it. Hilltown Chic, 24 School Street in Westfield. Uh, Cassie Doty, great to see you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. It's just about 8.59 at Rock 102.